Uh, I'll upload it and see what happens. Let's do it. This is amazing. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so okay. real quick, we're we're talking cryptocurrency and um, you know everything from the benefits of it to um, how we're scared about it and um, how we can bring down the world. How how we can bring down the world. Um, so let's go for it, guys. So what was the what was the last concern? So so for me, Credit, uh, okay. So 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 first we could start off with like. The dark web. Then, then there's like the whole kind of like useless, com- you know, compute bound like, right. like high, that. high energy amount. Right. Uh, high it's, energy it's uh, the third one is: uh, uh, Are we going to have fifty canonical cryptocurrencies for, for for actually using for for actually buying buying goods and services? Well, how, no. many, how many real world currencies do we have? Like, how many fiat currencies do we have? 200, 300. No, no, but, but, and two main, but right? The, the euro and the US dollar. But, but, but there's a couple main ones. But, right? but they're, to, they're often tied to local economies. Sure. And, and for me, crypto, the value is like, uh, like for example, like the Venezuelan Bolivar is basically useless right now, right? right? And sure. they're, 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 they're using it as an alternative currency that's accessible, but how do you actually get it to actually buy shit that you need? Right. Yeah. All right. So uh, that's another question we, we and have, that I asked you yesterday. It's like, yeah. how do you make crypto materialize in the real world? Right. For what people need in every day. So uh, down the road, maybe this is 10 years, maybe this is 20 years, we'll have a couple main forms of payment. But at the same time, you're going to be using this, your smartphone, mm-hmm. to do all of the payments. You won't. Yeah. The physical thing, that's not a thing. Like your the money, paper money won't be a thing. This is what accepts payments. So say I have a real-time app, so my wallet can talk to your wallet. I might have 5,000 shit coins and you have one Bitcoin and it just auto converts whatever that's how we do commerce because our phones do it for us. But uh, uh, again, but see, this is assuming a common basis. Is, is U.S. dollar still still the basis? No, like yeah. I don't think we're going to be pegged to the dollar. I yeah. think value will be pegged to Bitcoin. I'm dead serious about so, that. So, so, so you still have to have something canonical. There needs to be something canonical. Like, right. What do you mean by that? Like something transferring the value? Well, uh, something uh, something saying saying that this currency is worth five of these, and this currency it's pegged, is to, worth it's pegged to Bitcoin. It's pegged to Ethereum. It's pegged to whatever emerges as the major shit. So I think what I'm in saying, what's really important, is that's why the treasury exists. The dollar right. is, is backed by the the, by gold, right? Okay. So that's why um, that's why it's really important. And the problem with Bitcoin, it's not backed by by anything. Right well, now. it's backed by faith right now. But. No, it's backed by mathematics. And that is... Mathematic doesn't pay the rent. Dude. That, hold on. It does. Math- mathematics yeah, can't be fucked with. Like, you cannot create more Bitcoin like outside of the way the algorithm works. So, like, all Bitcoin in existence will be mined by uh, 2,150-something. Right. So we got some time, right? But like there is a finite number of this thing that exists in the digital world and that has value. Like having a finite amount of something. Like the reason why gold has value isn't necessarily because of its properties as an electrical, you know, conductor, it's because people want it. Yeah. That's it. And it's been like that since the Well throughout human history. That's the only reason that's the only thing that's given it value is the fact that people want it. Bitcoin, and I'm not a Bitcoin maximalist, but what gives Bitcoin value is the fact that people want it. Right, right. So that is a total parallel with gold. The, the problem, if you look at all the money market crashes, like for example, in 1929, 
right? When there was like a lot of speculation mm -hmm. and all of a sudden there was like a, what they call a rundown on banks, right? Mm -hmm. And people want their money out, but because a bank's purpose is to actually lend money, then they didn't really have it. And then all of a sudden the economy crashes. If everybody starts withdrawing their money from one of those cryptocurrency because they think that it, you know, it's hit the ceiling, what's going to prevent it from crashing? How can you avoid a market crash in um, crypto? Because there's no concept of a run on a bank. Like there is no lender that's lending out more than they have in reserve. Like that whole concept just doesn't exist in crypto. So fractional reserve banking, that's the way our banking system works. That's actually the biggest Ponzi scheme in human history. It's just a government sanctioned Ponzi scheme. Banks, By the FDIC you mean? Yeah, like banks are allowed to lend out $10 for every $1 they hold yeah. in the vaults. 20% of all their assets. That is, that's literally the definition of a Ponzi scheme though. 20, 20, how about 200? No, no, well, how, how is that not how a Ponzi How about Lehman Brothers? Wait, what, no, whatever the number is, how is that not a Ponzi scheme? If, if an entity is illiquid, like if, sorry, if they're insolvable, like if it is not solvable, like, you know what I mean? It's it's difficult. So my background is in banking. I right. It. So with like 20%, you can only lend 20% of whatever is in your balance sheet. No, you they they lend 80%. You, for can't, you can't do that. I guarantee you. I, I bet you on this. Like, I'm, I'm serious. Like, our banking system lends out $10 to every $1 they have on reserve. That's impossible. I guarantee you by FDIC rule. But, but, the problem but is the you, have, you sense, have regional sir. banks. The problem is like it you have regional sense. banks. And so you can transfer money from regional banks from one another. And that doesn't take into account new financial products like the CBO that happened. Right? So um, when you have toxic assets that weren't assessed as such, um, that's a big problem, right? So, for example, but how, mu how much money did they lend out during that crisis, and how much asset did they actually have in in real so, in so, real value? So the I, the, I, I would say the problem is, is the stress is the problem of banking, and that's why um, yeah. since the Dodd Frank Act, the problem is that they did what they call like a stress a stress test, right? Hmm. That they didn't have before, meaning like if. If like fifty percent, if fifty percent defaulted, it's what, would, what would yeah, what would happen? Right? Yeah. they didn't have that before. You yeah. couldn't liquidate them and pay everyone back. No, that is, that's the definition of a Ponzi scheme. If, if right? Yeah. It's a, it's a, no, that's not really a Ponzi scheme. It's speculation. Ponzi scheme it's is lend, is lending out what you have on reserve on the expectation that you will get more to lend out. That is a Ponzi scheme. Yo, not lend me your money. It's, it's borrowing from Paul to pay Peter, basically. Right. And promising well, return. That's, that's the thing. How is that think. not what our government does? That is, sorry, not the government. How is that not what our, our massive Well, the people did, they, they, they did speculation. So speculation is, is really overinflating the value of a stock because, so for example, the first crisis that happened in speculation was um, in, in Holland for the, the, to, the toilet, toilet bulbs. Yeah. The toilet bulbs, right? Mm -hmm. And they're like, this tulip is worth $500, right? And then speculation is motivated by greed. And if you look at Alan Greenspan's first speeches, like back in 1996, 1997, he's like, there's an internet bubble, right? There's speculation. Um, and that's how people get rich. And that's how people trick people. Um, so anyways, um, what's, backing, what's backing crypto right now? Demand. And you know what? My argument, for, all right, dude, say 
say lots and lots more people buy in, there will always be a demand floor where people won't run. Like, I don't think Bitcoin, I don't think it's likely Bitcoin will ever return to $1,000. You know why? Because I'd be taking out loans to buy some. I'm not alone. Like, people see this as a better way of storing value than any other form of storing value but you know, presented to us. You do understand the, this argument that you just made yeah. when you're actually borrowing money sure. in order to make an investment. That's a very precarious situation. Yeah, but people would do that to buy gold. Like Gold it, is more of like so, a storage so, so, value, well, but you, you on, do understand why, why the gold, problem with doing no, that. Why is gold better? How about that? So, so, because it's always been traded. Because there's more trust so, so, in it than so, so, anything Paul, else. Because it has a longer track record. What you're talking exactly. about? What you're talking about is volatility in the currency. Right now, there is very little stability, and that's why it shouldn't. Be and there's used nothing as a to currency. back it up. There shouldn't nothing. be used as a correct. currency. Right. Exactly. So, so, so the argument is correct. Right. It, it, it can't be used as a currency. You can't actually. You use shouldn't. It. Uh, whatever you whatever you spend, you should be replacing. So right. so I. I Carry on the so point. Let's talk about the, the that's demand. That's a really interesting let, let's, let's talk about the demand of Bitcoin. If you look at the price between last year... Yeah. Yeah, thank you. If you look at the price between last year and this year, a, a year and a half ago is a great example. Bitcoin a year and a half ago was $300, right? And now it's $7,000. Uh, $7, 7 what, what changed, I believe, Personally, I believe what changed is the arrival of smart contract currencies and token-based currencies like Ethereum. Because before, the only way you can use Bitcoin is actually trade Bitcoin as a currency. You have the infrastructure around it. Now you have an infrastructure. Right. So you have some. You you have this whole concept called Ethereum, where you can build companies. It's programmable money on top of blockchain. Now we're not even talking about currency. We're talking about, you know, a company um, coming over and set up like all the legislation stuff and, and create an entity and and doing a bunch of things and can use smart contract to bypass mm -hmm. this thing called trust. Like you, you can bypass a middleman. You don't need a middleman to be there. Sure. I, I mean, I, you don't need a clearing warehouse, for example. You can use smart contract to do that. Yeah. And, and then any company with a great idea a great can come on top of the platform, build a company, and say, well, everything we've agreed on, on paper, no government can interfere with it. It's part of the code base. We make the transaction, and it happens, right? It happens. And then you get paid based on tokens. Why did the value of Bitcoin go up? Because in order there to was buy more transactions. No, but in order to buy Ethereum at the beginning and in order to buy any sort of Bitcoin token, was the trading pair. You need to buy Bitcoin, Bitcoin first, first yep. in order to change it into other And that still currencies. exists today. And like, it will for the most part. I believe it will be the the case it's get for, for the longest yeah. time. In the foreseeable future. And that's and, why Bitcoin but there are trading pairs against you, Ethereum. Now. Up so much and really good guess, like to a yeah. great point, like with Bitcoin with cryptocurrency there yeah. there can be any Manipulation of um, of the currency itself. You can, you can, you can, you can, you can. It's a market. It's a free market, right? You can, you can pump it. You can dump it. You can do all of that, right? I but mean, you can print more of it. You no. can, you cannot force. There's a that. finite number. Yeah, right? there's and a finite number. You can't argue with that. Which period. is, which is, for example, um, in the seventies, like uh, you know, liberals. What we call liberals in the economy are like free, free people, and they said the the worst thing that you can do is actually pump more money. 
to support the economy. And they were completely against it because that's what creates inflation. Mm -hmm. And when you have inflation, then your investment goes down, right? So there's a certain stability with the currency due to the fact that no institution can decide, I'm going to put more Bitcoin just to support the system. That's why I don't like fiat. It's and like, I keep a 1923 500 million German Deutschmark uh, yeah, on my sure desk. You know, you know how much that cost me? A dollar. Like today, I, I bought it this year. 500 million Deutschmark. And at the beginning of 1923, 500 Deutschmarks was like our $100 bill. Yeah. And, and that, that's what created the Republic of, of um, Wehrmacht, uh, well, you know, which, yeah, Weimar, which actually um, put Hitler into the, power. The point in that is that people aren't very good at running money. Like, we do it, governments do it, they do it kind of well, and like failures on a big scale don't happen often, but they have happened repeatedly right. throughout human history. So, why would we put our trust in what we call money into people when you can put it into math. Or the Fed, like, you know, what's a why do we, federal why do we trust reserve? The Fed? Why do we trust Because the shit went down in 2008, and you know what they did? They put money. Yeah, <laughs> here's, here's $800 billion it's all out of thin air. So, so for example, like, So you I, can't do that with I'll math. Have, exactly, and I'll ask you guys, like, remember the LIBOR crisis? Um, LIBOR, um, London, Interbank, uh, offer rate, which is supposed to set like the basis for um, borrowing money worldwide. This is like what the interest should be. And they caught a couple emails of guys like from, you know, the top banks saying like, hey, mate, why don't you just like reduce it by like 25 basis points? I'll send you a couple bottles of champagne where this thing is supposed, everybody tells you this is dictated by the market. Like yeah. this has no human influence whatsoever. And I think that's the power of crypto a little bit, right? There's is that definitely when, value. There. When we, we, we feel that it's not only the market, like, you know, the invisible hand that actually sets those interest rates, but you got a couple like fat cats in London that are oh. sending each other, it's like sh- okay. boxes. But, 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 but here, here's the thing, let's, let, I, I want to talk about the volume. Let's, I want to come back to the volume of like cryptocurrency especially with currencies like ethereum because you just bought a house recently you also just bought a house how much did you pay for your real estate agent and how much did you pay I, for the I, legal I, stuff uh i didn't pay anything for the real estate agent the seller did okay yeah. okay but so, so <laughs> there, the there, okay <laughs> so if, if you happen to sell your house yeah. one day you're gonna have to pay it's the seller yeah. Yeah. Right. but you can that do hurts. that for free yeah absolutely. on smart contract so that's five percent Safe for every house in the United well, States, so, right? That's, so, that's... so to be fair, the right. the, the, the one argument that, that they do have so in the favor really is, is, that, is, that, is that there's other work involved besides besides simply the transaction, right? Yeah. There's there's yes. making it look good. There's figuring out figuring out what you that's, have to change. That's the value of the What you have to change. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, now, but, but, now, but now, all of that could but, be a service that's based on a, a set of contracts that you already pre. See, I think that's about Redfin. Right Red, Redfin is exactly that, right? right. That's, that's the whole point of Redfin. Is, is it's not percentage based, which is a retarded metric. It's yeah. it's uh, it's a service fee, and, 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 and there's definitely huge margins there that they need to be cut out because right. frankly, there's. And what what Alvin is referring to is like as well, like economists back in like the late sixties, early seventies, came up with the theory of agents, right? Mm -hmm. Like the more agents you have, like, or the theory of contracts, like the more agents you have with like a a contract, right? It makes the market imperfect because you know the market is supposed supply needs demand, everything's supposed to be perfect. The more people that 
Like basically, well, not 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 perfect. Uh, it's supposed to be an equilibrium. There's a difference between right, right, uh, uh, absolutely between perfection and an equilibrium. Okay, sc- school me on that. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> I guess you. I guess you went to business school. Uh, <laughs> I didn't hear. Why are you always smiling, everybody? And then he puts my bed together. I'm like, what are you like Swedish? Like, you know what I mean? like um, anyways, so dude, everything is there's so much to cover, but. On the practical side, since this is being recorded, like you made you made an investment, and then you, you what you, thirty exit, forty exit, something exit. Like I did different exits at different points. Can you give us like the main like you know Um, how you did that? All right, so I started identifying like I invested in Bitcoin, just a tiny amount of money in twenty fifteen as a hobby. Five hundred bucks, cool. Went up from two hundred. That's a two x. Right? Mm-hmm. So, alright, cool, I'm back in the Bitcoin game. Then, um, 2016 rolls around, and Coinbase, who has, since their inception, only supported Bitcoin, adds this thing called Ethereum. Okay, they've only supported Bitcoin, there's tons of altcoins out there, other spins on blockchain. Why did they add only one other, what is this thing, Ethereum? So, maybe some research, dig deeper. That, and like this is worth you know like an entire discussion like of itself just like right. what what it accomplishes cool I'm I'm down with that concept um, I bought three hundred and thirty five Ethereum at eleven dollars and ninety two cents uh, it was four grand so I do that in August or no sorry it was it was before August of twenty sixteen so four thousand dollars in Ethereum I bought three hundred thirty five. So, time rolls around, like, January, I think it dropped down to $7, so I was down, like, 40% on my investment, uh, and this was, like, half of my net worth at the time, you know, it was worth maybe nine grand, close to it, um, and then Ethereum jumps to $18, like, all of a sudden, and I was like, okay, I just went 2.5x on this, like, when, when you make money on something, it's time to, like, take a look at it and be like, why? Sure. Right, so why? Why did this happen? So like, I I looked at Ethereum, I looked at what was happening on top of it, like these new projects, the whole term ICO wasn't even coined yet. Yeah. Like there were projects launching tokens on Ethereum. I'm like, this is an interesting concept, being able to- Can you explain what ICO is before? Yeah, yeah so ICO stands for Initial Coin Offering. Um, a project, offering tokens to the general public in a, in a crowd sale for something that might have some form of utility on their platform. And it's a financing mechanism as well. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So anyway, like I look into Ethereum, I look at what's going on. Wow, there's this whole little microcosm. Like when I invested in my first token project, they were called assets on CoinMarketCap. There were less than 30 on the list. And half were bullshit coins that had been there since 2015 or 2016. Like, dog coin. Yeah, dog, dog coin, Trump coin, yeah. Clinton coin. Yeah. Like, they were, they were dog shit. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. this is the asset list. Yeah. The cryptocurrency list was already like 300 shit coins. Yeah. And this, this just had 30. So I'm like, okay, this I see as like, there is going to be value here. And the aggregate value of everything on this list of 30 is maybe, maybe 100 million. So when 
when money starts to move in, it's gonna to go to the best projects. Okay, so what are the best projects? So I found the best project that I felt like I would buy into this and I did buy into it. So I then allocated a third of my net worth to that. And this one project I bought in, I bought 0.02% of all of their tokens in like in existence. So this company had a billion tokens. Three ICO, three ICO No, no, after, uh, like after just, it was on the market, right? So I bought in, I bought 200,000 of their tokens at two cents per. So things start to pick up, the ICO wave comes, people are interested in the stuff. I wind out, or I, I wound up like borrowing nine grand, uh, sorry, $10,000 from Chase, Chase, yeah, from, from Chase to, you know, like, I thought this was like a sure thing. This is going to happen either like I go into debt and I'm paying this off for a very long time or like, fuck it, I'm going to just borrow 10 grand. grand. So I did that. And uh, those 200,000 that I bought, like I think I spent less than 15,000 on it. Um, This one project peaked at half a million, sorry, half a billion dollars in value. So my... 0.02? No, zero point or point zero two. So my two hundred thousand that I bought at two cents peaked at like uh, I think it was like sixty eight cents. Yeah. So, so it peaked at sixty eight cents, and I sold half of my holdings at sixty five cents. So that that was a you know I've also learned never ever sell your entire position in crypto. Mm-hmm. Just like. Keep ten percent of what you originally bought. Never sell the whole stack. And all of a sudden, you're looking at half a million dollars. Well, no, like that—that that was just one move. Like I bought other projects, like in the same genre of value, right? Like this new mechanism came up, and I invested in other things. Right, right. But like, but at the end of this transaction, yeah, at the end of the day, I went from less than eighteen grand to half a million. So 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 I think so half ba- a million. based on that was ba- ba- right. based on that. Um, asset that's currency, legit, by the way. yeah, that's, legit. that's definitely that's legit, dude. And asset currency has its value now based on the blockchain technology because now the currency, the token itself, actually performs a service. All these companies, these tokens, they're not just tokens, they're not just currencies, and yeah. they're not just like Trump coins they or Clinton coins, they, they yeah. act as equity yeah, yeah, of yeah. a service that you're going to use or um, leverage that. Leverage that, like um, Ethereum is uh, the right. the granddaddy of it. Like there are it's a like bunch of like projects. They're making it all possible. They're making it all possible. There's a bunch of projects starting on Ethereum, and the reason why Ethereum is so popular is because these projects use Ethereum to build their framework, and they create tokens based on the Ethereum network. They they right. set a protocol standard, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. like we have HTML, that's the standard right. to do websites, right? So Ethereum set a standard called ERC-20. If you have a token and anybody can create a token, you can mint as many as you want, as few as you want. Your right. token can do whatever you want. It just has to play by these rules and then it will be with, accepted within our network as a token. So I can go and create Sean coin and, or whatever. As long as Sean token this protocol. In, in my bedroom for uh, you know, 25 cents if I know how to code it up or I can even copy and paste some other thing and I can make a thousand of them, 10,000 of them, whatever. Mm-hmm. So a side effect of Bitcoin being created was 
for the first time in modern digital history, um, scarcity was a side effect of blockchains. So digital scarcity wasn't really a thing before the decentralized nature of keeping track of things. Right, right. So you could never have a finite number of something in a digital form before a distributed way of keeping track of it. Mm. And that's, that's really like the biggest use case, I think, just for this stuff in general, is taking finite stuff, scarce stuff, and digitizing it. Right. And, and that's like one of my friends, like Matthias Geidman in business school, he's huge on, on crypto, and he's in Germany. He was like, in German on his Facebook account, he was like, fuck the VCs, you know, along with the ICO. So, anyways. But anyway, so that brought you to your new fun and your new... Which you talked about yesterday, we talked about this, yeah. um, like your investment, like philosophy and stuff like that. Yeah, so um, I've, you know, being right like a handful of times on macro shit, uh, that's cool. Being right dozens of times is like time to take action on it. And so like I'm launching a fund now, I'm raising money for it. like. Taking in other people's money is a big responsibility because when I lose, it's not just me. Like everyone else loses, you know that's a that's a tough sell. Like mm-hmm. that, you better know what you're fucking doing. Um, so you know, I'm I feel comfortable in my assessment of things and like the trajectory that I see these markets on. So I'm I'm now taking in money from you know other people to launch my own venture. Um, and kind of the, the sweet spot of my investment is going to be finding, I, I want to find the next Zuckerberg. I want to find the guy that came up with the next brilliant implementation of blockchain in some form where I can help take them from prototype to token sale. That's, that's where I'm going to, you know, that's, that's what I'm good at. Like I'm a product guy. I want to get them from prototype to token sale. And at the token sale, I have a liquidity event where I can sell some right. and I can cover my cost basis. And almost like you're securitizing the Right. Token. So you do what's called a SAFT agreement. It stands for simple agreement for future tokens. So in helping this company as opposed to a safe agreement in right in traditional VC. Exactly. So like I take them from prototype to token sale and I get X number of tokens at a certain percentage discount, and that's that's how that's going to work. It's like pre-ICO, basically. Yeah, pre-ICO. It, it, uh, it's like it, in the VC world, it's like it's like for future equity as opposed right. to future tokens. Yep. Yeah. So you're almost a VC in a hedge fund. It's point. both. I like. I, I'm going to make moves as a hedge fund. Like, I want to make the most money possible, but. Um, I, the 10Xs are going to come from the new projects. They're not going to come, like, for Bitcoin to 10X, that's a fucking trillion, $200 billion market cap. So, so we, we, you know? we've come a long way. You guys, you guys get his model, by the way? Like, does that make sense? I understand what he's doing. Yeah. So we've come a long way from, like, the, 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 the philosophy of cryptocurrency, the ethicness to the value now. Now, building a DAP or like a distributed application on uh, asset currency is not that hard. Like if you if you come up with uh, 
a new business idea, you can go and raise funding, angel fund. You 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 do very well if you raise a million. Now, if you do an ICO, you can, like, one of the extreme cases is like the ICO token sale made about three hundred fifty mil. Within, yeah, within yeah. like well, yeah, two well, weeks. Yeah, this is garbage. And you don't have anybody sitting on that your board. That's garbage coin. Was one of them like uh, there was some coin that was like backed by like Floyd Mayweather or something? Mm-hmm. Stocks. Yeah. 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 Stocks. He's done a couple actually, and like it's, it's such, such any, a shady any, bullshit kind yeah, of. Like, it is, and yeah. like actually the SEC cracked down. Wait, by the way, I have to just say the U.S. government has been phenomenal <laughs> at their treatment of this stuff at their restraint in making bad regulation i have nothing but praise for u.s regulators what be it congressmen or the sec like they've all been tempered in their treatment of this stuff which is phenomenal well, and that's what you want you don't want to stifle innovation well i mean china hasn't been it's not been so no, favorable. Fuck, no. like, <laughs> it's a totally different game but like uh, yeah. And there's some reasons for it, though. Yeah. Like uh, we have. Well, the Chinese government needs to maintain control. That's the biggest problem of the of, uh, of the, the, the the country. And dude, Andreessen Horowitz fired back with, uh, you know, anything China bans, invest in. Yeah. Like Google or Facebook or whatever else tech company that's amazing that China doesn't like. Because it's going to be successful. It's going to be a threat. Sure. It's going to challenge their, you know, grip. Their values. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's a confirmation of the power of uh, the thing. Yep. If it's if if it's Absolutely. insignificant, should, the country we should, we should don't really care about fun. it. It's not in China fund. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the official name. Yeah. But you have to, in order for the that to China? be successful, yeah, right. you, you actually have to pro- provide a challenge to to the norm, to, the way to, people to do the norms, yeah. right? Like the the beautiful thing about the Chinese market, which uh, so I. The last time I went back to China, China didn't, you know, um, the last time I went back to China was uh, two months ago. Before that was a year and a half ago. And a year and a half ago, when I went there, most places didn't accept the credit card. Mm-hmm. It's still a cash-based economy. Now it's what, um, we pay? Now it's all we pay. It's not, so the whole credit card revolution it didn't. It didn't happen in China. We skipped it. It just, it just never existed. So it went from cash to digital. Mm-hmm. So that provided a challenge. Like cryptocurrency provided a challenge for the government, because digital currency is a yuan in China. The, cre- the but, but, fiat currency. Mm. But I mean, credit exists in China. Like, yeah. like we pay as in credit. We pay as peer peer to peer, right? Yeah. But it's trading the Chinese yuan, which is regulated by the government. Mm-hmm. Now, Bitcoin is becoming super successful, cryptocurrency is becoming super successful, that the government does not want to have another form of digital currency that challenges grip on the currency itself. Right? So that's why they banned it. And that's why you can tell how, you know, how powerful the currency is if it's actually challenging the status quo of the fiat currency of the market if the economy is purely digital based. So I would say America is not there yet. Wait, so, 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 okay, so how does the, 
This is a general question. Mm -hmm. How does the the kind of like interesting model of credit and Visa and Mastercard and that kind of kind of, kind of gel with this world? Like 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 where's the intersection of the two? Because there's a certain value. Like for example, I use my credit card everywhere because it's backed, but it's, it's backed, fast. Backed, it's it, easy. Yeah. yeah. You get the points. Yeah. Exactly. Well, uh, uh, the infrastructure's everywhere. Yes. Yeah. And so. and I get the points. And frankly, if there's fraud, I, I don't really give a shit. You don't have. That's not your problem. Yeah. Okay, so. So, so you, you so, can build so, another layer on top of that, right? So, so you can, how, do you, how do you adapt the same thing to crypto? So right now, there, there isn't a direct way. <laughs> there, there isn't a direct way right now. There's an indirect there is. way. There is. Is there? Okay. Yeah. So uh, we have 10x. That's my favorite. Okay. 10x, token card, Monaco, and then whatever the fuck Floyd Mayweather promoted also. <laughs> where uh, you have a He wallet. doesn't even know. He doesn't even know. Yeah, like, but he's holy. investing it. He's yeah, got full color Lamborghini. Yeah, <laughs> Lambo. So, so what's what's the way? What's the way? So okay, so you have an app in the same way that you have an app for everything else that you do of value. Which I fucking hate, by the way. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like this is. I prefer, uh, I prefer like just give me one interface. If if it's like a chat, it's like a chat screen. And it's just a bunch Use of WeChat. Box. Use WeChat. Use <laughs> WeChat. Move to China. Yeah. And like I have to download yet another yet another bullshit app again. But but that's the that's the same. <laughs> I want I want to hear Sean's answer. Problem that I have with WeChat though is one yeah. one app, but it's got so many functions. Yeah, sure. You have to learn. So go ahead, John. So you, I have uh, ten Bitcoin, and I want to spend my ten Bitcoin while I'm checking out Safeway. So I download the app that they then issue me a real Visa debit card for, where I swipe my Visa as a debit card, and boom, it deducts from my crypto balance. Problem solved. I am operating in the normal everyday world using both crypto and fiat at the same time. They convert in real time at the best rate. Like they don't make any money on this. You should stop doing this. And then the best part is the token holders of this project, the token holders of 10X, they get paid out 1% of the entire throughput of the entire platform every single month. So with your well, so, 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 uh, yeah, think, dividend. yeah, it's a dividend. but one percent, of the entire throughput though. Think about this: you earn one percent cash back on your whatever card. Yeah, only on your on your purchases. This is cool, dude. Or, talk about earning one percent in fucking Visa's throughput. Well, well, what one percent distributed amongst the entire of, of the entire throughput of their entire network. Well, so, but it's not you personally. You're, you're, no, you earn 1%. Like, 1% of all throughput is paid out to everyone who holds their tokens. But Even the distributed. Yeah. Yes. So if, if I own half the tokens, I earn half the throughput. Oh, I see. I got it. Yeah. I, I got it. Okay, so it's, it's proportional to... To yeah. so whatever you yeah. own. In the same way equity works, right? Yeah. So, like, that's Div- amazing. It's dividend-based. Yeah. So, 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 paid out monthly. It's a monthly dividend-based. Yeah. So, so for me, that seems more interesting because 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 That's it's way more interesting because yeah. it's going from this like this like crypto world into into like I can go and buy like today with existing property with this thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You can do this with Bitcoin. You can do this with Ethereum today, using different like they don't offer to Americans yet because they're is a terrible. So it'd be like a form of an, an NFC payment. 
like Apple Pay or Samsung yeah, Pay. Yeah, yeah. But the, but the where's a physical card that you get. Where, where well, you can do both. You can have both because NFC. They're, they're both NFC and they're partnered and with Visa. They're partnered with Mastercard, and this is because both of the two largest credit card companies on the planet understand the power of this shit. Yeah. They are helping it to happen. Yeah. We're, we're using their infrastructure. And you could bypass these using guys. their infrastructure. So there's no credit model here, right? This is strictly it's strictly just a payment model. Yeah, yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Turning crypto into everyday money. Yeah. Okay. So so it's strictly a payment method not not, not right. a method of like credit where 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 no. right. That's a different argument though. It's yeah. a different ball of wax. And then and then Whatever money you put on your on your debit card that pays nothing of interest, like if you got one percent, we, we should be a debit economy. Like it shouldn't be, right. feel, and I, you should be rewarded for yeah. that. Right? I, I mean, I mean, my credit card is basically a debit card because because I, I just pay the whole balance mm-hmm. every right. month. I use mm-hmm. it because I get fraud protection and I get points. Right, right. Yep. That's that, that's why I use a credit card. Why I use a debit card? Because debit card doesn't give me shit. Am I so, right? imagine earning one percent of the entire throughput of Visa every month based on what you hold in their company. Yeah. Yeah. That's what crypto brings to people. So like instead of Visa making the money. Right. So like I and I'm like I'm not alone in this. Um, Mike Novogratz, one of my favorite thought leaders in this space, has very publicly said this is going to be the greatest wealth generating event in human history. Facebook went a hundred thousand X in value. And twenty dudes made money, like, yeah, you know. No, no. So, 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 so for me, it's a great point. That's a great so, point. So for me, until now, that like for me, the, the point Just that, that. Yeah, yeah, the point that I was missing is like, is like, anyone can buy it. Tangible into the real world. How do I go yep. from right. from imaginary bitcoins being mined or whatever yep. to to so real I, world? I, I can buy a cup of coffee with this. Yep. Yes, <laughs> you can do. You can do that today. Well, no, you can't do it in, in, uh, in the US today. You can. So that's, that's a, a great point. That's the indirect yeah. way I was talking about. So you can tie your Bitcoin asset to this everyday service purchaser. called the gold card. Which is also a service. It's also gold. So you can you can link your cryptocurrency account to a gold card. A gold but, card is a Visa card. But then you still have to be stuck with the volatility in Bitcoin, right? Yeah. Because you're still pegged to this like very right. volatile. Um, it's not a currency. Unless somebody does futures with it, forwards and futures, right? So then you can. How do you, people how, do that? How, how, how do you, how, how do I get stability? Because because like with the U.S. dollar, it's like it's not going to fluctuate more than you know. Adoption. Adoption equals stability. So. The number of Bitcoin addresses in existence since its beginning is, I, I think it just passed 15 million. That's so, it? Th- yeah. That's tiny. That's, and, like, that's like nothing. And anybody can generate an address. Anybody can generate infinite addresses. You can do this with code. So like having been a user, like, you know, like I probably account for 50 addresses. I use maybe two of them. So if we take a look at this number, like from the real number of users, it's probably just one or two million. That's about it. And we're talking about a global scale here. So as like this, this really is the beginning of the internet. Like people think, oh, I, I missed it. Mm, fuck no, you didn't. Like, so what well, I really like, I, I, I mean, really quick, what I really like about like the point before is like 80% of the economy, the GDP is generated by the middle class. 
right? That's why like trickle down economies doesn't work because rich people don't spend more. It's, it's the a, middle class who spends. Like that's why Walmart is such a about, big corporation. About, yeah. So if the, everybody, the if the middle class can be rewarded for their purchases, then it's truly a redistribution of wealth. And I think that's that's a great point. But you, so you said something, and I really want to touch on that um, before we go to like the third wall thing or developing economies, um, you said this is really the beginning of the internet. And I've heard a lot of that. Like, yeah. And why do you think that is? So, as you were talking about earlier, like this, this is a parallel to the internet, right? Like this tech, blockchain stuff, distributed ledger stuff, whatever you do with it, you can do a lot of different things with it. Today, we haven't thought of all the use cases yet. Like the internet today, is so much a part of our lives in everything that we do. You go back in time 15 years ago, and if you were to tell people that, uh, hey, paper mail, that's gonna be like a subset compared to the amount of messages that people send over the internet, they would call you fucking crazy. And like... So the issue that, so the one thing for, for me, the, the greatest kind of flaw in the internet is the way that the infrastructure was built. It wasn't built as, as like, it really like, like it, it should be like, the U.S. government builds all the pipes, and then it's just service industries, and there's lots of competition, and there's none of this like single market bullshit that we have right now. Why sure. So, 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 uh, so wait, going back, why do you think Bitcoin is like the, the it's new not internet? Not necessarily Bitcoin. Like, or, I'm so, sorry, cryptocurrency. Crypto, yeah, why no. do you think that's like the new internet? Well, it's because uh, I compare the it, internet to like electricity, basically. Well, no, no, it's, it's, it's more important than without electricity, we wouldn't have the internet. So right. you know what I mean. So this is the financial internet, effect, effectively. Sure, but and why is it at the beginning, and why do you think it's going to be so big? Like it's going to be because big it's so young. So, like I just said, fifteen million Bitcoin addresses. Uh, we just crossed the fucking line for nine million Ethereum addresses, and then we have to. Okay, so every I think a safe number is one in five. So for every five Bitcoin addresses, there's one real user. Every five Ethereum addresses, there's one real user. So we're at, you know, two point something million, three million Bitcoin users and two something, you know, Ethereum users. And this is globally. Global, yeah, Global. exactly. That's the important thing. Like you get, you 10X that, and you're at what, 20 million people? You 10X that, you're at what, 200 million people? You know, like, the the potential here, and when people, Adoption. and, and it's, it's not even people's fault, because the tools aren't there yet. It's right. difficult to use. Like, you can fuck up and fe- send $10 million to somebody that you didn't intend to. That shouldn't happen. Well, this is because of the whole copy and pasting of hashes and you gotta like, sure. make, make sure. That's, that's, that's far too technical. Yeah. That, doesn't, that does not pass the mom test. It doesn't pass the Apple test. No, yeah. <laughs> and and mom so, t- you, okay. If I give my smartphone to my mom and she cannot use this thing, right, exactly. then you fail the mom test. And, so like, and really, I want to tell you guys, like about two or three weeks ago, I went like to Facebook for like a mobile first world and only like 0.02% of advertisers were invited to it because we spend a fucking shit ton of money on Facebook. And so we, Cheryl Sandberg gave a talk and she said, our goal here at Facebook is to get everybody connected on the planet. Absolutely. And we're investing massively in that. And we're investing so much because think about it, like that's 
more advertising revenue, right? And so she was like, she was she was telling us about a prototype that they have that they launch over the Sahara, right? The right. That's why they're coming up with internet blimps. The, like, yeah, and, you know, and that's flying what around providing. So, I, I mean, for me, I, and I, that's that's true. So so really quickly, what the segue was is, if those people they're just connecting the whole world, then. Bitcoin just can ride off this wave, right? Every big technology was invented under like shoulders of giant, right? Sure. All you need is a smartphone. That's that's it. And then and then like Android, not even like a. Uh, all all you need is a ten dollar Android, and you can get an Android for ten bucks today. Yeah. Well, so, twenty years ago, in, the internet wouldn't pass the mod yeah, test. Yeah. No, it wasn't. exactly. It wouldn't. It wouldn't pass the mod test. But technology <laughs> developed. People made it easier. It's not our job. Exactly. We're in that same process. Like the software. So but when we identify there's a platform yeah. and it works, we understand it. And then people like us, way smarter than us, who build it eventually, we evolve into a form that mom and pop will just use it ambiguously. But, and but we will be those. I people. mean, this, this is a different challenge because right now the 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 bar that we're competing with is like swiping a card. Like like like, how do you make it that easy? No, so you can make you it that easy. Their infrastructure. Yeah, you, you got which is card. already happening. Right. That's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Like, you know, Visa, Visa makes their point two five percent. 10x makes their 1% on every transaction. Boom. And then they distribute most of what they make. Like, that's amazing. Visa does not distribute most of what they make. Like, the fact that I can buy 10x, like I can buy a 10x token for $2, and then I earn, like, my respective share of their entire throughput, like, that's amazing. Like, so, what, what companies do that? They and, don't. And then again, back in 2011, when I was working at the agency, one of my biggest, like, client was a guy actually selling, like, hyper terminals. And I check... Oh, they're still brutal. And I check on him, and he's out of business, right? Because of Square. And so there's a guy, he was making bank, like, six, six years ago, right? Um, but, so we don't run out of time, and I want to be respectful of everybody's time, but, you know, it's Thursday, so... I think, in my opinion, the biggest threat to crypto in general is the federal bank. One thing that's mind-blowing is, you know, the federal bank is a private bank. Is everybody aware of that? Yeah, it is. And so these people, they, we're, we're about to make them like fucking dinosaurs, and they're not going to go down without a fight. And I've seen that working at SoFi, um, and they hate us. They hate like fintech, they because they can't adapt, right? And they they can't control it. They can't control. They can't adapt, right? And there's just they're too big. What, 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 so the argument, the argument, kind of the, the biggest thing that the kind of crypto has it is is the fact that that there's no single point of failure, right? Like it's 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 completely distributed. You can't just regulate it away because it's everywhere. That's right. a, the, to, my, to a point. Yeah. yeah. The, that's the thing. Is like the U.S. The U.S. government is bought for from all these corporations, right? To so that's why I always ask, like Sean, like you know, we talk about those great opportunities, but what's what's the biggest threat? Regulation. Regulation. Bad regulation. Right. Good regulation is good. Bad regulation is bad. And like we we have a president uh, that you know that's the most volatile. Point of this whole thing. Imagine Trump going on Twitter, cryptocurrencies are bad, like, they do blah blah blah, like, I could totally It's used by the Russians, sure. or it's used by whatever. the Chinese. Whatever. Which is true, sure. which is yeah. true. 
Yeah. So well, that's the well, biggest threat. That is right the now. biggest threat. But it, would that, it, it would that limit, in a sense, would that limit people adopting it? Right. No, no. But but, but but again, I think even even that very reasoning is kind of not sound because that's that's limited to to an individual government. It's we're we're talking cross we're talking cross government. Right? And yes. and so China, they banned ICOs outright. The entire fucking country of China banned ICOs. They banned fiat to crypto. In their country, and you know what? Yeah, we we saw a month or two month slump in altcoin markets. It wasn't fun, but at the same time, it didn't kill it. It was just so, uh, it was a scratch. I'm gonna go back to my idea of it's not in China fund. Yeah. <laughs> right. so, well, no. Here's the thing. The, like, the very fact that the largest brain, economy in the world, that, yeah, the largest so, economy so exactly. in the world, tried to kill it, and like it's still very much there. So if the U.S. tries to kill it. People move to Zug, Switzerland, or where yeah. you know they, they call Zug, Switzerland, Crypto Valley. Like, it will move somewhere else that is friendly to it, and like that's not going to stop happening. Mm -hmm. So the business will move there too. Like the residents of whatever country it got banned in will move to wherever it's happening. So you're saying it's decentralized enough as long as you have people adopting it. The government, the government can't do anything about sure. it. No, because you can always take two hops. You can say, right. it's in this country, all yep. right, I'm going to set up a local address there. Yep. From the local address to my address. That's, that's mm -hmm. a libertarian dream right so, there. So, so you, you got to ban the internet to ban crypto. Right, exactly. Right. Which is kind of impossible. What, what the FCC is trying to do. Right. That's what the FCC is trying to do from that. Um, well, I, I mean, net neutrality as a whole is a whole. It's a different ball of wax. <laughs> I but mean, I, so I, you guys are saying this is too decentralized and people tend to communicate I, and, and, and trade with each other too much that no government can impede on that. It's like no, they can't. They can't. They can build a better service, right? So when BitTorrent came around, like the music industry almost died. But then what happened? They 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 they, they, they changed. Adapted. They, they adapted. adapted. They went to iTunes. They went to Spotify. They invented Netflix. They invented YouTube. And we have better service. So do you think do you think the U.S. Fed federal bank can adapt like that? They have to. It, and if they don't, it will go elsewhere. And if they don't, I'm moving to Zug, Switzerland, or wherever. But it's you don't have to, right? You don't. No, I don't. I, it's actually not illegal to own a business in a, in a, in a cyber sense that like your asset right. moves where whatever the thing is, it will just move to the place that's friendly to it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's like Pirate Bay, right? Those just like Pirate Bay. Yeah, right? like <laughs> the fact that Pirate Bay still exists is kind of funny. Like the trillion-dollar movie industry wants to kill it. Like they've wanted to kill it for a very long time, and they can't. Yeah. So this stuff will go elsewhere. Like, and and it's in the United States' best interest to not kill it, so that we as a people can grow from the growth so, of the so, industry. So honestly, I'm not worried about, about the SEC, especially right now, because frankly, Congress is, they're a bunch of idiots. They're, 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 Dude, they've been incredibly friendly to crypto. No, 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 I, yeah. I meant, I mean. I, yeah, just our government, yeah. Our, our government, like, like, like both, both, both the House and the Senate, sure. is full of people who are too busy worried about these, like. Or making money off of it. <laughs> trivialities. Some of that. that. I mean, if Floyd Mayweather is making money off of it, we can't. Or, or congressman. Uh, so there, there was actually a statement by the SEC saying that uh, celebrity endorsement of crypto is probably illegal. Like it's possibly like they found a case to make that illegal, which is good. That's that's a good. That's, yeah, it that's is. Good. That's amazing. That's Paris Hilton shouldn't be able to come on yeah. and fucking promote. You know, I still whatever shouldn't point. be able to go and come on Paris Hilton and I, I, I get very rich. Right. 
Did you say that Mark Cuban said like you need to own a face? Yeah, so yeah, we were just talking about it in the car. Yeah, yeah. We're, so Mark Cuban said that uh, in, this is a guy who was speaking out against Bitcoin not even like eight months ago, like the Shark Tank guy. You know, he's like, Bitcoin sucks, fuck this shit. And now he's like, you need to have 10% of your net worth in crypto. That's crazy. Yeah. So, like, Jamie Dimon, yeah, he's a he's a big wig, like, speaking out against it. But then also, his entire existence is the antithesis to crypto. Everything that crypto is and everything that crypto stands for, if it's successful, then what he does doesn't exist anymore. Exactly. And that's why he's speaking out against it so strongly. And because Bunfine at, at Goldman Sachs created yeah. a unit. Mm-hmm. With just like quants and everything, and he was like, "I want you guys to take a fucking great look at this." Yeah. And dude, Goldman's kind of a Goldman is they are. Dude, Goldman's getting in personal loans. They're the and leader stuff like of that. the Ethereum Enterprise Alliance. That's huge. There you go. So they're hedging mm-hmm. their bets as well. Yes, they mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. As they should, because like if this stuff does take off, it's cool not to be the extinct dinosaur that tried to fight it. You know. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I'm personally looking forward to. So like for me, crypto like needs to get back like past this like compute bound bullshit that exists right now. We just have these like warehouses full of GPUs. It will. It'll, it'll get over that. That's yeah. this is again we're version one, right? Yeah. Like we're gonna sure, reiterate. Yeah. It will get better. Yeah. yeah. You know, like proof of stake should solve this for the most part. Like I was, I was a top five percent contributor to Tezos. They haven't launched their network yet, but like Arthur Brightman, like smart guy, very smart tech, solves the whole thing of governance. You don't have to upgrade the network by forking it. That's a big deal. What's um, forking? Um, forking is, so you have, in, in proof of work, you have the network, right? And the network is run by miners. So to change the way miners operate, you have to say, hey, miners, we're going to go and do this other thing. And you have to get all the miners agree to go and do the other thing. So when you fork the network, it's changing what the, the consensus that everyone already agrees upon and then going in a different direction with it. With it. So like, if you get everyone on the network to agree, yeah, this is the new direction, then right. cool. Boom. No problems, but if nothing get, is centralized. That's an issue. Well, but if you get a percentage of the network that doesn't agree with this is the new direction we should go in, then it splits into two different things. It splits into two different coins where you get a subset of the community that says, no, we should do this. And a subset of the community that says we should do there that. There needs to so, be so, standard. So, so, basically. Yeah, there needs well, to be standard. There, there is standard, right? So Bitcoin is the golden standard right now. So and now. Also, in because terms of rules, no, no, right, right now it's the biggest. It's the biggest, that's right? why. So in order to, to buy other, most of other, I would say 99% of other alternative currencies, you have to buy Bitcoin first and Bitcoin. use Bitcoin to it's buy... It's like using the dollar. Using the dollar currencies. to buy stock. Now, if analysis, I don't like this new thing, new feature Bitcoin has built. Whatever, I'm yeah, totally what against trying to roll it. out. He can basically, Bitcoin is an open source project. You can, it's, it's open book. You can go and you can look at the source code. What you can also do is take the source code and say, I want to implement what feature I want. I can do that today. 
and, and make in, whatever coin you want. Yeah. May whatever Wait, you choose. Many, many people have done that. Many people have done that, but nobody is going to use it and nobody is going to mine my coin well, because who, who the fuck is Elvin? But if I can get 50% <coughs> of the users to think that the feature that I'm going to develop, I can convince people that's the right feature, which is the fork that happened two months ago. Bitcoin Go. Yeah. yeah, Bitcoin Go. They, Sorry, Bitcoin the cash, they took yeah. the same, same code, base, made some adjustments, and, and uh, the network accepted it. The network supported it. They, the, the miners actually prefers it. So because the, it was the, more beneficial. What's the difference? The biggest beneficial, it was so. Enough of the mining hash power adopted it. So, right. like, the yeah. dudes with the big GPUs said, this is more profitable to mine, so we're going to mine this now. So, oh, the, oh, so it's, a, it's, a, it's like a faster hash computation or something? Is that? Not even. It's. Uh, so, the, the biggest difference between yeah. Bitcoin Cash and Bitcoin is this. So, with. One of the downside of Bitcoin right now is uh, one, one of the original selling point of Bitcoin is that if I send you a bunch of money, it's close right? to free. It's close to free, but as more people are transferring, the network gets busier, the price of transferring becomes more expensive mm -hmm. because the, the network can only sustain so much value and the, the price of transfer grows exponentially or there's if you don't have adjust parameters, yeah, it does. You, yeah. you, gotta, you, you gotta do that calculation. So this is what the they were doing. They were trying to adjust parameters. Go up. Mm -hmm. So with Bitcoin Cash, they were saying, well, we don't want this. We don't want this type of growth because it's standing the growth of Bitcoin. We want to keep the transfer price cheaper. So we're gonna change the parameter and create a new coin. And the network adapted it because the selling point was that we're gonna reward the miners with less combination of power, but more gains. So the miner adapted it. And then people adapted it too, because like okay. when it split, it for that second, the second of the split, it had the same market cap as Bitcoin because everybody that had 10 Bitcoin at the time got 10 Bitcoin cash for free mm -hmm. just because it's a duplicate of the network. It's a branch, it's yeah. the same shit. So, you so just got a free I, I held 10 Bitcoin during the fork. I instantly got 10 Bitcoin cash for free out of thin air. And then it's up to me whether I want to hold or which sell one, it. Which is like what seventy five k right now. No, uh, well, Bitcoin right now is no, 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 not that. Like it, Bitcoin Cash is about six hundred. Oh, seventy five hundred, right? Yeah, yeah. seventy five hundred for Bitcoin, and the fork right now is about six hundred dollars. Oh, right. Okay. When so, initially so I had forked, like six grand in yeah. Bitcoin Cash. Yeah, when you initially for, forked, all of like I had some Bitcoin, I instantly got whatever the price the fork was at. Oh, at I the time. It. The new Bitcoin, right? The Bitcoin Cash. When initially forked, the, the price was 500 and then it went up to 700 right. and and then it went back down to about 300, 200, 300, 200 right. and then it stayed there within 300, 400 for a few months. Today, it's 600. Can you still buy Bitcoin? So can you buy Bitcoin cash? Yep. Yeah, yeah, you can buy all okay. of them. But you have to buy and Bitcoin first well, so the, to buy Bitcoin cash. The value of Bitcoin cash is only what people will pay for it. Yeah. So the, the price discovery of Bitcoin cash is the floor right now is six hundred dollars. So, to the rest of the world, whoever's buying this shit, yeah. it's worth six hundred dollars. So that's why it's worth six hundred dollars. Sure. So there's really no standard. Like the adoption no. of that was but incentive. It's like it reminds me of like Reddit. Like or, you know, people have to self-regulate and accept what or the US dollar is, today. 
like the U.S. Uh, dollar is not backed by, by the gold. Treasury. No. Oh, it is. Yeah. No, it's backed by Fed policy. So, so it's interesting you mentioned Reddit, right? So somebody went out there and built a, a basically a replication of Reddit, except the votes that you get is converted into cash. Steam. Yes. Yep. So now, if you post an article on Reddit and you, you you get two thousand app votes, that's bullshit internet points. That doesn't mean anything. On Steam, if you post a nice post, you can earn like you you don't have to. You just need an account and you make a post and you suddenly earn the token that's generated by your post. Mm-hmm. What if if you have bots hitting that stuff? But yeah, people, there's, people, there's stuff built in. But. Yeah, you, you have to verify that, right? Yeah. Like it's it's up to the network to to adjust that. It's an economy. If bots sort of like, can't, apparently Reddit override can't do that it. With the, the yeah, no, Reddit, Reddit is <laughs> shit. Yeah. Reddit, Reddit is real shit. Yeah. So you, if, 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 if you break Twitter. the system, oh, Twitter, it's diminishing return, right? So if you, you you can destroy it, but hopefully you won't make money. But that's what you, it's you, you can't make. Interest, you can't make, destroy you can't the platform make where you hold the interest. You can't make money from. So this is one. So I work I work in online ads and I ran to the best of my abilities. Yeah. Um, more than 12 years of experience, I ran a Reddit campaign. First of all, yeah. they charge either CPC or CPM, and they're, yeah. it's so cheap that you know it's garbage. And the problem is, even if there's a, like, you know, a, a subreddit or, you know, a topic around like student loan, student loan refinancing, yeah. this community, as soon as you just try to push like an advertising okay. message to them, yeah. they fucking kill you. Like, they don't want to hear about it. And there's like this. It's like a bunch of anarchists over there, right? Uh, whereas on Facebook, they're way more friendly to advertising. Because the platform is like geared towards that. That's right. And that's so, what you have to build. Speak up. Um, and that's the problem. When you have anarchy, like there needs to be standards in crypto where that are adopted. And there, any society needs rules. So, 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 so speak of um, ad, right? So there's there was another you know asset currency that was built on top of Ethereum called BAT tokens. That's my word. Just holding. Yeah, so it's amazing. It's a it's an advertised based browser. It's the same. It's 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 made by the guy who or, or who was so, involved in JavaScript right, so, and Mozilla. Well, right? so let me give. I've, yeah, I I love you Brandon Ike. Yeah, Brandon Ike. There are few individuals on the planet that have made a bigger impact on the internet the way it is today than Brandon Ike. Brandon Ike was the lead developer at Netscape, the first big internet browser. Mm-hmm. He then went and founded Mozilla. He was the spearhead for Mozilla, which created Firefox, right? right. He, is, he is Netscape, he is Firefox. He then also created the coding language of JavaScript, which is everywhere today. He himself wrote it without anyone else in 10 days, just as a fucking, like, hey, this is a better way of doing things. Uh, well, well uh, I mean, uh, I, I, can see that it, I can see that it looks like it was written in 10 days because the language is a piece of shit, but that's... Yeah, <laughs> no, he, he, it's besides the point. He, yeah. <laughs> he, I agree, I agree. He I wrote agree. it in 10 days yeah. and then sent it around the office <laughs> as like a, yo, I did this thing, and then it just got out onto the internet and became like a new standard. Yeah. And yeah. like then Java became a thing. Yeah. So he... Also did JavaScript. Java. So yeah. he Netscape, Firefox, and Java. JavaScript. And, you mean JavaScript? Right, ja, sorry, JavaScript. Yeah. yeah. 
So now, like, this is his next project. And, Which is what? Uh, Brave Browser. So it's a, yes, it's a new browser, but it does the internet better. Like, I can use this browser. It's my main browser on my phone now. Like, I got rid of so Safari and The model the, the browser works is this, right? So whenever an advertiser, so the advertiser work is a business between the advertiser and the publisher. Both of these entities makes money. You as a user makes nothing. You're the subject. They, they, they give you something. Too. It slows your connection. You get nothing out of it. You end up spending money and they make money out of you. So the way the Brave browser works is this. The browser never send your information to the advertiser or the publisher. But they don't accept cookies? They accept cookies. They, they, they do, but they, they, like they run cookies. Yeah. But... So the publisher has a, a website and the advertiser pays the uh, publisher some money to host the ad. It's called AdSense, yeah. But you as a user, you can enable those ads. And if you enable those ads and if you Bing does that. those ads, Bing does that right now. you as a user earn tokens. Sure, Bing does that. You, right you earn tokens on the network as a whole by enabling ads. Enabling ads. So, right. so now, whatever link you also click is never sent to the publisher or the advertiser. It's saved on the browser. And the browser itself runs a machine learning algorithm to find what sort of you know, ad should be to displayed customize it. to the user itself. Sure. So nobody has your information. Right. The advertiser doesn't have your information. Publisher doesn't have your information. User, yourself earns money by looking at ads that you actually <laughs> like from You're the publisher right up in my wheelhouse here. So, so we're not gonna we're not gonna go on that tangent. What I wanna when I wanna talk about just before I just talk about because mm-hmm. Amin looks like uh, Yeah, I got I gotta go back soon. But soon <laughs> not yet. It's it's nine twenty. Come on, sure. Amin. All right. Yeah. Um what I wanna <laughs> talk about is like first like you your concern was the ethical part of Bitcoin. Have we answered most of your concerns? Well, I, I mean, the, the ethical part is always going to, there's always going to be there until, yeah. we, uh, until we get past. So, so, so the dark web starts stuff aside, which I think is more of a, um, that, that's more of a, uh, of a law enforcement problem that we, that we need to address. It's, it's not, it's not a humanity a, problem. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's not a technology problem, but it's it's being exacerbated by, 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 this, by the technology. By, yeah. by this particular technology. Yeah. Um, uh, the the more concerning part for me right now was also the the stupid energy problem that that, that that's creating with the with with the proof of so work. the founder of BitTorrent just came out with I showed you that yesterday it's a proof of stake yeah the first like first bit uh, currency cryptocurrency with like less electricity yeah so are are you familiar with uh, proof of stake yeah um, so uh, I've read about it it's it's just it's just it's gonna take a long time for it to be adopted right. Uh, it depends on the blockchain. It's just a switch, right? So, so if well, Ethereum... it will never be adopted for Bitcoin because Bitcoin is uh, people squabbled, yeah. and so Bitcoin is just going to be the way it is. But, but Bitcoin could be but, forked into that, right? And like then that's just a matter of humanity adopting it. But like um, Ethereum, I think has a very real possibility of being adopted as proof of stake. Yeah, sometime soon. Uh, Pretty sure their their proof of stake implementation is called Casper, and like it's it's in the two year roadmap for that to be rolled out like on the main net. Yeah, and I think that's a, a likely proposal. So, 
And then there are, again, there are other Bitcoins that do, sorry, not Bitcoins, there are other um, cryptocurrencies that do things better than Bitcoin. Bitcoin was version one. So, yeah. to, you know. Yeah. No, so, uh, so I get that. And, and then I'm, I'm, I'm glad that these problems have been recognized and they're kind of working. People working. are actively working on it. Yeah. yeah. Um, which, which is one that you can say about the current financial system, I think. Sure. <laughs> yeah, no, the problems <laughs> are there, just nobody's doing yeah. Yeah, then, then the other question that I had was, you know, how do we how, how do we actually make it usable so that I can buy a, a, a cup of coffee with this thing, right? And, that, and that's and that's being addressed. Sure. Well, part of it is existing infrastructure. So yeah. we utilize existing infrastructure. The existing infrastructure yeah. is credit cards. So, you know, credit cards in our daily lives came Which up is, yeah. like thirty years ago, though. Who's to say thirty years from now we don't have different infrastructure that works a little different? Right, exactly, yeah. and so and so, so. Next kind of issue, issue is like okay, so 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 credit cards are great for for developed markets. How do we how, how do we fix uh, fix developing markets like like? That's a great point. Like, that's a great, like, that, like, that, having a phone, like Venezuela. That, that, that's a great yeah. work. Uh, that's a really great point, which is something I'm really passionate about <laughs> because I'm from a developing country. Yeah. Right. And uh, I have a lot of friends that still lives there. Yeah. Now, for them to um, open a bank account, they need to have their birth certificate, they need to do yeah. a lot of forms, so they need to go to a lot of things. And then they will create a bank account. And then if they want to send money to anybody, they, they have to go to the bank or go on the computer and do that. Yeah. Now, with cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin, you create a wallet. And instantly, you can text me a certain amount. Go through the protocol, and I will receive so, the fund. Right, right. So, 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 so this brings me to, to kind of my last kind of fundamental point here is is, um, is the question of taxation. Taxation is what uh, uh, taxation is what allows us to live the, the the lives that we live right now. And how do we? How do we how do we make sure that we don't have a bunch of people abusing the the, the, the tax system and effectively using it as a giant mind mind laundering mechanism? So right now, as as of right now, it's a choice. It's a choice for me. Like I have a yeah, bunch of Bitcoin. It is a I have no a bunch one's of choosing Bitcoin. to pay taxes. And in twenty fifteen, eight hundred and four people paid capital gains in the United States for crypto. That's it. But that's so, not good. No. So. I, I mean, because that, that sticking point is what, that is what's going to drive regulation right there. That yes. is what's going to drive regulation. However, however, that can be fixed by regulation. Absolutely. If we, uh, but, 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 you're, but you're assuming that we have political will in this country. I mean, I feel like, I think well, what we well, have, well, as Paul said, it's, it's like, like, this country is not owned by you and me. Okay. It's, it's owned by the corporations here. Sure, right? sure, sure. So back in the days, right, like nobody was paying tax in China. Nobody. Nobody, like, you join the boom of China, nobody was paying tax. There was no income tax. The tax system was That's very, in part why the boom very happened, relaxed. Though. The boom was happening. Everybody was keeping their money. The government didn't take rifles to your house. To make sure that they take your television if you didn't pay tax, the boom happened. Not everybody has money. The tax system has become way more rigid. Now, if you escape tax, they can trace you down. They can come into your house and start taking things. But now they are taking things because you have money. 
There's no point taking something away from a system sure. if you're not generating wealth. Mm. So once the Good wealth point. has been generated by the system, now they can, they, if they allow the system to flourish and the, the economy is flourishing on the system and there's an incentive for the IRS to start taxing the shit out of you and start regulating you, you can be damn sure that people will be paying money because Every single transaction again can be traced. Your wallet is linked and to your bank account, adopted. right? No, 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 but no, even no, better. <laughs> but, 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 I mean, that is a big step to go from to go from crypt cryptocurrency to the IRS implementing a tracing mechanism, so that so that you can actually. But the mechanism is already there. It's already in place. But why? 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 Actually, yeah, the, the mechanism is there. They're just not utilizing it. Yeah, because you can verify every now. transaction. Yeah. Yeah. But we, we still have a tax flag. If I go and try to deposit. Ten thousand and one dollars in cash. I get a flag that I, I have a form to fill out for the IRS. Yeah. Where did I get this money? They are so going to implement an equivalent to yeah. that with crypto. They just haven't done it yet. And you know, listening to you guys, um, especially with the one percent getting redistributed to the whole community, what we could do is reimagine our tax system instead of just like paying it to this one institution, the state. You could actually pay it proportionally. To the people that have less Bitcoin and they're you know like more dying sure. so the redistribution could happen right away at the transaction level instead of just filling out a form once a year sure and it will be perfect proportionality absolutely absolutely that, that could happen yeah that's completely plausible with this yeah yeah it's just a matter of doing it so so so, so, so it's like for me like um, I'm I'm very kind of focused on I'm focused on like the effect on society and like and, and like how do we how do we make sure that this technology if it's going to be adopted there are some fundamental basic questions that need to be answered for for for, for it to actually get anywhere right yep yep I I this is what I believe I believe that if my mom is starting to buy coffee with Bitcoin she will be taxed yeah. I when 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 that is the reality of things yeah it's it has to be because. Because the government will have to make money. It's the incentive of the government to to figure out a way to perfect their system. Because because for me, that's what's going to curb volatility. Uh, right? Yeah. As you said, volatility can only be curbed by adoption. Yep. Yeah. And then once we get to a critical multitude, mass. multitude people. Yeah. But but, but if you if yeah. you if you do try to avoid tax tax through some sort of weird loophole. currency or loophole, they will catch up to you. Yeah. They, yeah. because, because of because Eventually. of the transparency of so there, there, the, the the whole test system works not because they come to your house and audit you is because people are self censored to to do their taxes. So if you look at everybody, people that are a bit wealthier in America, yeah. everybody, um, not everybody, but a vast majority of these people yeah. maximize their um, charity donation that they can actually write off. Well, well, not anymore with the new tax fund, that's, that's a different Fuck problem. The new tax fund, not for it yet. So why do most people do that, right? Because most people would rather, it's not that they, not, people are not assholes, I really believe that, right? Well, no, they aren't. It's not that they, they don't mind, they don't mind sharing part of their income, they mind sharing it with somebody that says, just give me, like, give me three out of $10 that you make, and you have no say in the way it's spent. People would rather that's, give that's it the to so the Habitat rich, for Humanity right. and stuff like that. And they don't mind doing it as long as they see what the use of it is. So the way you guys are des describing like, you know, Bitcoin is like, actually, 
you know, pay your taxes, but you can say where the taxes go. Like, it's helping this person, it's helping, yeah. So the reason why Bill Gates didn't give all of his money away to the federal government is because... He's a philanthropist. Well, no, it's... Uh, he thinks he knows how to spend the money better. Exactly. Right? So, that's also what all of the billionaires that signed his pact are on board with. It's not that they don't want to give away their money. It's just they want to know it's spent well. Exactly. Well, well so, 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 so I'm not talking about the billionaires. There's, I'm, talking, I'm talking about the about the millionaires who are still buying 16 Ferraris and are kind of, kind of, kind of like, you know, basically... So the luxury can, tax, I don't think the luxury tax can... Contributing... Really, but every time... You know, so, to, to the but it's a better regulation, right? So that's the thing, like, what's so interesting about you guys. If we can get 1% cash back and it's fully redistributed, we can all decide that whenever you make a purchase that's luxurious, Consumption tax. And you know, it doesn't even matter because all matters is like the concentration of wealth. The more your wealth is concentrated, mm-hmm. the more you're going to have to give back. And that's automatic on every purchase. Instead of at the end of the year filling out a form, I bought a Ferrari, as soon as you buy the Ferrari, you pay a tax that's automatically redistributed to those people. Let's talk about tax haven. Let's talk about tax haven. How, how is it possible that tax haven exists? Because Countries, Ireland, Switzerland, con- countries like Cayman Island, the United Cayman States, Islands. they don't have power to go to Cayman Island unless they use military or some sort of political pressure. So they, don't, they don't have power for, to force them to open their books. The Bahamas. Yeah. Now, with cryptocurrency, it's an open ledger. Yeah. You can see everything. Yeah. It's, everything's open book. This is one right. thing that I studied when I did my MBA in international mm-hmm. at, at A&M. Yeah. That interests me because uh, I'm a deviated fuck at heart. Um, fiscal engineering, right? And I did a lot of fiscal engineering. And why? It's just because I just wanted to see the flaw in every law, right? And just fiscal engineering is actually the most simple thing you can do. Right? And I did it like for my mom's company. She never executed on it but actually did it, right? And so it's very simple, for example, in French law, um, civil code, they say that you can actually transfer um, uh, some value of your company based on intellectual property. So how do you quantify like intellectual property? So you can have like a fake company and say, this company is giving me counsel and then transfer it. So fiscal engineering is really easy, but it only exists for you know, the rich people, like the rich people in America are the real tax dodgers. The middle class is getting taxed the most. And when, I'm, Absolutely, yeah. and when I'm listening to you guys, it seems like there's no more fiscal engineering with Bitcoin. There are, there are, so there are currencies so you can convert your Bitcoins to that sort of hide your shit, hide your shit and hide your transaction and uh, and then you can hold that currency and sell it, and the government wouldn't know about it. It wouldn't know. But the community would. It wouldn't. Uh, it wouldn't. Maybe. It would be like a, a like a scrumber. But there are analogs to this in the real world, and like I I guess what all of this boils down to is if you want, sorry, not if you want, like there will always be people that want to do questionable things. There will always be people that want to avoid taxes, and they or minimize the tax burden. Whatever the you're not thing, avoiding taxes. No, when you're doing fiscal engineering, sure. you're not avoiding taxes. You're, you're minimizing. Well, you're legally minimizing it. Correct. Yeah. There will, like, why would you not want to do that? 
Like, there would you like, so a good example with my mom, there good always, example with her, always they told her, they told her that. you want to stay in America for more than six months, come clean. Yeah, but, but here, you know what I mean? And that's the best way that you can catch people. It's like, you want to live here? You know, what are you going to do? Live six months in the Bahamas? No. But, but here's the thing, you can still use uh, soft third-party services to scramble your, your, your savings and make it confusing about your transactions, but at the end of the day, you still, if the IRS comes to you and say, hey, we look at, you can, uh, we, we, we look at your lifestyle, we look at what you have, things doesn't add up. Yeah. So give us your Bitcoin address, and you give you, which is a public key, right? So you give them the, the public key and then say, well, you only have $10, it doesn't match up. Like, you have to come Where's clean. your other one? Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, where, where, where's everything else? You, you have to explain your expenditures, how do you get this money from, how do you get this, right? Now you, you, you have to answer those questions. You, you, nobody, the, 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 the whole thing of currency is that you always get something and what you get is physical and uh, re realistic. It, it has to be explained. Yeah. That is something that cannot yeah. be you work for digitalized or yeah. forged. Like you, you live in a house, mm. but your wallet only has $10. $10. Right. It, like it, can't, it doesn't make sense. You, it's so like then China they will say yeah. you you must have used some sort of yeah. way to dodge tax. You can't dodge right? taxes. So different taxes, right? So so, so if you do dodge IRS, and you can't explain, you have to go to jail. You have with the IRS. This is the only U.S. thing where you are guilty until proven innocent. Yeah. So you have the burden of proof. Mm -hmm. Like you are guilty. On taxes, if they think you are, you can't fuck with the IRS. Yeah. <clears throat> can't fuck. Dude, Amin looks really tired, so I want to just really touch on quick subject, which is really dear to my heart. Right, I come from this little island come called Haiti, which is the poorest country in uh, the Western Hemisphere. But it never felt like that when I grew up there. And you know why it's classified as the poorest country? Is because about. 70 to 80% of all Haiti's economy is informal. So when the World Bank just looks at Haiti, they look at it through the lens of wages and, you know, like, Never and not like, this is what the banana is worth and I'm feeding off banana. Like, they don't look at informal economy, which is, I think is a big flaw. There's about 9 million people in Haiti and about 4 million um, Haitians abroad. And all of them combines and around 2.7 to 3 billion dollars a year and there's around four entities that um, cover 90% of the transfer. Um, two Haitian banks, which I went to school with the sons of those banks and those guys are fucking wealthy as shit. I mean, big time wealthy, you know, and um, MoneyGram and Western Union. And which fees up the ass. Fees up the fucking wazoo, right? And for you have to be in line in order to withdraw your money. And this is a huge security issue because you have like gangster like waiting for you when you come out of the bank and stuff like that. So if you look at $3 billion and like maybe 6% commission, how much is that? It's ridiculous. Okay. It's like 100 million, 180. Well, also 6% of 100, oh, 100 3 million. million. 3 billion? Yeah. It's like 60. Oh, 180? No. Yeah. So also speed. If I'm one hundred and eighty million dollars, if I'm in Haiti, we have hundred and eighty million dollars on a super small, like geographical small location. Pie, yeah. Super small, like 
most of the money transfer is transferred to the capital of Haiti called Port-au-Prince, which holds about like 2.6, 2.5, 2.6 million people, right? Mm-hmm. And those people are making $180 million a year for doing nothing. So if I want to transfer $10,000 or more from Haiti to the United States, the fastest way to accomplish that today using fiat currency is to hop on a plane with the cash. That's actually the fastest way to do it. So I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you my, my personal life history. My brother, you can my dad passed away, seconds my dad passed away and my brother would send me, do if you want, my brother would send me money, but he would send me like less than $10,000 mm-hmm. because $10,000 and over, they're asking you, hey, what's up? All the you, questions, right. You know what I mean? Um, but most of the transfer in, in Haiti, like coming to the Haitian population abroad is Miami, basically Southwest Florida, um, New York, and Montreal. This is where all they're concentrated. And what they do is they basically, um, um, they're taxi drivers, they're bus boys, and all of them went to the U.S. and they're always sending money back to Haiti, right? But the amount that they send is like 100 bucks, 150 bucks, 200 bucks. So it's low volume transaction. Mm. I mean, in terms of value, mm-hmm. but very like a mm-hmm. lot of amount. Many high, transactions. Many transactions. Yeah. High, uh, high volume. High transaction volume, low, low, low value. value. Mm-hmm. And, Microtransactions. And the thing is, yeah. when you're sending $10,000 or like $9,000 and they hit you with 6%, you don't really give a fuck because you have $9,000, you know, to start with, right? But when you're sending like $100 and they're saying like, I'm going to get like $6 from you, like $6 from you. That's like what you go to the grocery (laughs) store, you know what I mean? So basically the elasticity for these people, like even a reduction of like a dollar or $2 means a lot to them. Microtransaction right now as it exists on Bitcoin doesn't really work. Because the fees are high. The fees are too high. Ethereum, the average is like two to four cents right now. Yeah. So we basically, Sean, when we talked yesterday, you said that you saw a way uh, uh, on the dollar, two to four cents on the, on the dollar no, per transaction, no matter what the dollar oh, per, is. Okay, I yeah. could send a billion dollars, and the, so that's nothing. The cost of doing cents. a billion dollars yeah. is about four cents. Yeah, yeah. that's so, so, honestly, that's my biggest question because yeah, it's well, always well, been well, a dream of mine. But well, well, the whole percentage of costing makes no sense to me because because it takes no, it, it, <laughs> no, well, that's this is what crypto brings, yeah. like. So how it, do you see how do you see crypto like like a use case like I just gave Unbanked. you in Haiti? So yeah. um, okay, so like, knowing that nobody has a bank account by the way in Haiti, right? That's what I'm saying. The unbanked. Yeah. So there are an estimated three to four billion people on this planet. More than half are estimated to not have a bank account Absolutely. with whatever their country is. Okay, so they don't these, even have an ID. You right. Know? These, these are people just not in the system. Because the system isn't friendly to them. There are many reasons for why they're not in the system. That's fine. So to get into the crypto system, all you need is one person to have a smartphone. That's why I keep going back to this. It's a pocket computer. It can hold your private shit. This can be your on-ramp to the global banking system. It's just having a smartphone. And you can buy a brand new Android in you know parts of Asia or even the United States for ten dollars, brand new Android. You can download the app and you can be.
be a part of the banking whatever your whole household can for a smartphone like what if they're illiterate well, what well, if they well, can so, read so so the, then that's a different problem there's there's some caveat there because with the smart the smartphones you actually have to have an ID like, like I, know, I know in India you have to have an ID that's, that's, in, that's India that's yeah. yeah dude you you yeah. don't need yeah. you don't need an ID in South Africa yeah. or like I actually don't need an ID here in the United States I can go to Buzz Wireless or what Cricket Wireless yeah and I can pay like I can preload a new Android brand new off the shelf my name is John Smith. Blah blah blah. Like I get a new phone today without yeah. an ID, and like most con most countries are like that. So like, and even if you, I, I don't know, like that. That's well, no, so, so, really, but, so, but check so, this out. So Europe is not my mom, passport. Europe, but, you know, but my, my mom. Had most this, of Europe is my, my mom had this, in the banking system. That's traditional, right? My mom had this cable company, right? The oldest cable company in all Latin America, right? Started in 1952. We were the first to broadcast uh, headline news. Yeah, headline news, right? Mm -hmm. Um, they personally knew Ted Turner, right? Um, Ted Turner even said that my dad was a loud pitcher and a loud talker. Apple doesn't fall too far from history. And so, like, they did the first thing. And when Dennis O'Brien, who was like an Irish guy, and started a company called Digicel in the Caribbean, right? Um, he came and he said, I want to do like cell phone in Haiti. I was like, this dude's crazy, dude. I'm busting my balls trying to like get TV. $12, like, and this dude's gonna introduce, like, a cell phone, it's not ever gonna work. This dude became a billionaire, thanks to Haiti, on the market. And what I didn't see is adoption of device. A TV, you need, like, a stable environment, especially cable TV, you need a bottle of rosé in there. Yeah, rosé. Sure. Yeah, absolutely, go for it. The lower one, not the, um... Not the top shelf. This, this is really, like, <laughs> bear with me out, like, for a quick second, so... I gotta go in, like... 10, 10 15 minutes, minutes. okay. Yeah. Right. No, just go ahead. I'm not gonna, you have time for another class. Like, honestly, just guys, bear with me. That's the price of the pizza. You get, we get to do this exercise. This is actually chilled in here. Of course, it's chilling. What the fuck? You think I just got a hole in the wall? Mm -hmm. Which one? With the rose on in front of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Want some? Um, what is that? Oh, is that something? No. Open the one on, on top. So. On top, right there. Right here? Yeah. Let me, let me give you guys, bear with me, let me give you guys this, this case. Um, part of the inflation in Haiti right, is driven by the fact that money is wasted. Actually, it kind of like, more or less like keeps the currency, but basically money is so dirty over there. Just put it, people like putting it in their bra and stuff, you know, in like, Again, like 70 to 80% of like all the economy is cash. Is, it, of course, it's going to be cash and it's like informal. It's like people selling like street vendors and stuff like that, right? That's a huge issue, right? That's, that's why in Haiti, you can stay at the bank for half a day in order to withdraw one transfer, right? That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. But that's the way it is. That's the way it is. And the thing is, like, people just use it to buy, like, the way it happens in Haiti, nobody goes to the grocery store and buys, like, a week worth of grocery, right? They buy, like, every day what they need today. Yeah. Right? 
the street vendors, their biggest concern is at the end of the day that they're going to get robbed. Does everyone have cell phones and stuff? Everybody. Everybody. Yeah, everyone has a smartphone. Everyone. Every, no, not necessarily a smartphone. But it's getting to that point. It could get to that point. So back to I'm getting point is because enough. I know people, so for example, in Florida, right, that they could sell you like an Android phone for like kind of like first or second generation, like for 10 bucks, right? Even if you give people that in Haiti, you could consider that that this is your cost per acquisition of a customer. Mm-hmm. And you can factor that in in um, the, the person selling the money, right? You can factor that in. Consider this as your cost per acquisition, right? And the, the holy grail here is instead of just waiting at the bank for, you know, four or five hours in order to get your hundred bucks and then buy stuff off the street, is to be able to, to go to a street vendor and buy directly and just like send them like you remember this company that's that's what I'm saying like skip the cash and and the credit card revolution go straight to crypto and 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 start flourishing so, as an economy so, so, so what every vendor prints out the QR code or something and then you just like scan the QR code it's gonna get better than QR like QR is the way we do it now like you guys remember people will come up with better ways. You guys remember this 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 startup called Bump? Well, I mean, you can also use uh, RFID or or, sure. or, 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 or whatever, whatever it is. It will get better than the way we do it now. I I I well, I said the QR, I, QR is a great technology. I I don't I I, I mean it just resolves to a website. It's a transaction. It no, no, it doesn't. No, it wait, does not. It's, it's it's such a simple thing. Yeah. It's, it's pretty it's, straightforward. It's so ambiguous. It's so easy. Dude, and, like, and like, it's, it's and, awesome technology. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And, and it's actually very, very accurate. Yeah. Do you guys remember the startup called Bump? No. It died like a couple years ago. It was great. Was that like you bump your phone again? And then yeah, get the contacts and stuff like that? Well, see, it's, it's, it's the issue with the, the problem with that, Paul, I, I, actually, the research is NFC is too damn expensive. Even iPhones didn't have NFC until recently, so NFC is out of the question. This is why, like, again, back to, back to the example, uh, Paytm uh, uses QR codes. Everything yeah. is going to be QR, QR payments. So, yeah. Yeah. so if you look at like, yeah. in Kenya, if you look in Kenya, and based on Kenya, absolutely, that's probably faster. And based on Kenya, is a three hundred million dollar business. But I think that the the problem with M-Pesa is you actually have to go to your so um, the mobile company, yeah. you know, buy buy the mobile payment. You get top top up basically, mm-hmm. and then you go. But why would you do that? Because what if, what if, if you pay in crypto? crypto? What if you pay so, for your so, mobile so, payment in crypto? Exactly, exactly. That that is a fundamental so, problem. That is part of the uh, the way things are now. The way th- status quo that is offered by cryptocurrency. Right. So, so, right? so so so. Let me take this idea one step further. Instead of just crypto, why why not pair crypto with with natural like receipts receipt system so people know exactly what they're Absolutely. buying, yeah. exactly what they're buying, make it itemized and tie that directly to crypto. So it's just, that's what that's what you get with crypto. It's so, just it's creating the infrastructure. Okay, so here's my use case. Exactly. So I'm, I'm saying tie, wait, wait. tie it to that. Yeah. So here's my use case and see how you can answer my use case. But, okay, I'm I'm a Haitian. Mm-hmm. My name is Dorsafi, which is like a Haitian name, right? I rent my cab, my cab for like a whole week. I have 150 bucks that I want to send to my kid that's back in Haiti, right? Most of the time, the way they send it is they go to like a 7-Eleven or to a corner shop mm-hmm. and they fill out a paper, they give the person cash, the person gives them a receipt, it gets sent out, the person has to go redeem it, sent, 
um, put his eyes on. How much time that takes? Oh my God, it's so ridiculous. Like, so how could you? How could you? So and that person gets the cash from the bank, waited a bunch of time, pays the marchand right, so that this, gives her like an orange or this, like this whole thing is solved. How do you solve that? This whole thing is solved by sending. Any crypto it could be Ripple, it could be Ethereum, it could be Bitcoin. No, but run, 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 run me the scenario. Sending like, you value. The cab guy, what does he do? Um, you okay. ask him how much, and he, he will say 0.2 Bitcoin. And he, he doesn't even say it. It's, it's part of his phone. He has cash in him. Hold on. You, know oh, how you, it, you want to directly take his cash. Well, you so want to give him what? There yeah. are Bitcoin ATMs, like they're very clunky. I'm, I'm telling you the situation and what it is. Give right me the scenario. Oh, this yeah. is the today scenario. Like, the tomorrow scenario is going from physical cash to Bitcoin or to crypto is much easier than it is today. I'm giving you the t- today scenario. The guy worked his ass off the right. whole week. Right. Right. Yeah, right. don't give me the guy. Give me the transaction. Yeah. So he has 150 bucks that he wants to send to his family. Yes. Right? So yeah. He gets 150 bucks. Yeah. He goes to a 7-Eleven, fills out a Western Union. So he's form. still using cash. Yeah, okay. 6%. Right. People, people pay him cash. So, okay. so, so how, about, how, 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 how about you give me the 150 and I'll wire you right now $150 worth of wire. Yeah. But no, 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 no. How, how about I transfer you $150 in Bitcoin if you gave me the cash, value to value. But he still has to go to physical location somewhere in Southwest Florida. So I think the way that the, the, the deduction is going to happen is you have to have like... like a point of sales. Well, exactly, a point of sales. So, so, so you get like something big like a grocery store. People always need food. Get a big chain of grocery stores. Tell, t- 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 tell them that we're going we're gonna to get the option of you going to the grocery store, adopting... Everyone who goes in, you can, you can get a rewards card, but you can now get a crypto, a crypto, a crypto access terminal. The grocery store offers crypto on an off ramp. That's right. easy. Like they yeah. accept cash, they accept cash anyway. Boom. Right. Yeah. So the cashier. So they have one stand where so they accept. Once crypto. a week, you go to the grocery store anyways, and you tell the cashier, "Hey, I want to send that money." By the way, and the cashier. Right. No, no, no. The cashier can process that transaction. Yeah. Exactly. I want to turn this into crypto. Exactly. And I can do whatever I want with it. Exactly. And so if I want to send it to my son, your boom, scenario, I don't have to ask anyone to. Your scenario is basically my dad. Right? And, that, and that's how you do it. <laughs> sure. It's, yeah. it's, it's open. And we already have Coinstar, right? right. Like, I, you know, yeah, exactly. That's the, I, I, I try to... That, that's I, good. Yeah. I, I tried really hard for... So let's go to, pitch Safeway. <laughs> to, to, to tell my dad, like, sub For real, though. Like, so much, on off, like, oh my God. So much like, cash. It's right? Oh, oh my God. God. It's so fucking amazing. They already have like desks to sell cigarettes, right? Like just yeah, not, and they're all trying to get off the whole cigarette thing. Take that same desk that you sold cigarettes, sell crypto. Right, exactly. <laughs> Here's some cash. Yeah, right. I, I get crypto. Yep. Yeah. I think we just solved banking. So run me through this scenario. The guy Dawsonville, the guy, the Haitian guy, he finishes week. He's going to the grocery store. He bought a couple of groceries. And he tells the woman, you know how it says, like, do you want cash back? He tells the woman, hey, I want to, I want to send 150 bucks to Haiti. Here's 150 bucks. She sends to his phone the crypto, the crypto, yeah. and he sends it directly w- to, wherever he wants. to the person. But, 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 but think about the scenario. How, how soon do you think he was? How, how soon do you think the word of cash will dry up and everybody will just 
use crypto instead no, 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 to right. avoid it that. could be very soon no no exactly yeah. but, 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 but if see, it's easier but yeah. but see once once they do that this, this is a way to pay up, funnel all the cash yeah they, they get it they can give it to mega pay or whatever and then and then people have the crypto and then they can start getting paid in crypto and now they have like, well, like, like the, so the woman the marchand yeah. the woman that sells like half a cup of rice every day that's on the corner of the street let's, she accepts the payment directly on her phone let's take this let's take another. this grocery let, store let, let's take a really good example right so every so often the, go, the government phone. the government would, would, would issue a, a new <laughs> every so often the government will issue a new version a new version of a print fiat right <laughs> So it's the same value or letter of credit, print. They're, letter they're, of credit. for liberal credit. They're saying the old currency is going to stop from circulation. That's how the euro happened, right? Yeah. The transition of euro, like that was seamless. It just happened. The banks keep on hoarding the cash, the old cash and stuff, they giving it out. And slowly, if that process happens with crypto, in a matter of like month, everybody will be using yeah. crypto. And there's nothing they so, can do as, a, as an acquisition marketer. There's nothing that the big guys in Haiti can do because where you're redeeming the the money is on your phone. Yeah. And your phone is your own property. And then as an acquisition marketer, there's two things that you do, right? In terms of like like adoption. First of all, you give everybody in Haiti that doesn't have a smartphone a smartphone for like ten bucks or whatever or, it is. No, or they you can buy one. No, like, you gotta back cheap. you gotta back that in because everybody has a phone and they scratch the card. You know, so, they scratch your card. So you just upgrade their shit and you, you consider that in your acquisition cost. The second thing you do is that, that works with Haitians. You do a referral program that you say, if you refer somebody that uses that, I'm going to give you 10 bucks sure. or 20 sure. bucks on your next transaction. Dude, those guys go to work, motherfucker. Mm -hmm. They go, they, you start referring people like Wazu did and... No, but uh, that's what I'm saying. And then, and then the third thing... This podcast just got super ghetto. I love it. Your value proposition is like you save two bucks or three bucks. Yeah. So, all right, with the grocery store idea, yeah. we don't even need a dedicated person to do any of this shit. No. Just just change the hardware. Yeah. Change the hardware to accept crypto. Right. Or, or, or like, give out crypto. Boom. <laughs> Done. What do you mean change your hardware? I don't get that. Uh, okay, so you know you have the square thing. You go order coffee. They turn around the iPad for you. Yeah, like right. that's hardware that's dedicated for that thing. Yeah. So you just have the hardware that's capable of both accepting and printing crypto. Yeah. So like the merchant that does nothing different, this person already accepts cash. They can credit you with crypto so to your phone. Do it to like a, a QR All they code. have to do exactly. Okay. So like. I press the buttons, boom, I just got a hundred bucks cash, QR I credit you with crypto on spot. All you do is you change the hardware. So yeah. like, so Square that Cash is, can that hardware? That's just like software, right? No. If it's a QR it, code. It's both. It's both. But like, because like the Square Cash machine can't like, it doesn't have the hardware to give you a if QR you can code get cash right back, now. If you can get cash back through... Whatever the um, machine is that does this, they need to be able to give you a QR code that Absolutely. you can scan, right? All those things are just phones. They're just phones with a, diff, a different... A different user. box around yeah. yeah. Like, that's, that's all they are. So and see, you can program the shit out of them because the guy that, again, that was one of my biggest clients in Florida, he was, his biggest like value prop, proposition was just, it was like customizable. And he's the one that, I was like, dude, how do you do that so quickly? He's like, Paul, you're seeing the machine. This is just a fucking phone. Mm -hmm. You know, you can program it whenever you want. I was like, dude, think about that. But think about in Haiti, if that's $180 million in Haiti, how much is it in Jamaica? 
How much is it in the Bahamas? How much is it in Bermuda? How much is it in the Barbados? As long as you got that model, you're getting fucking sick, rich, and a real quick amount of time. Bye, bye. You know how much money Look. is getting transferred to Ivory Coast? Wait, 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 we're getting sidetracked here. But no, I mean, we're not actually through Bitcoin. Yeah, we can. Yeah, so 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 the whole thing shouldn't be this complicated, yeah. and this whole thing shouldn't be decentralizing in the first place. And it's not going to be. It cannot go back. I think the the, the Pandora's box, uh, even though it's this negative con- connotation to it, is already being opened. It's really hard to put the the cap back into the bag, so to speak, right? What the fuck are you talking about? Dude? So what I'm trying to say is that whenever a better technology comes, there's a lot of resistance. There's a lot of like hesitation, and there's a lot of like question. And if you and, uh, tell people they can make money or they can save money, they can money, make money, and it, the adoption it makes life really better. Oh. It makes life better Absolutely. overall. Absolutely. And then you gotta market the shit out of it. Most of the world, you just gotta market, and that's what I'm good at. I gotta market yeah. the shit out of it. But honestly, like that's a new thing. Like on those those guys, Western Union, Western Union, the guys that represent like Western Union, Haiti. They're just sitting and making fat fucking guys. And Amen had a, a, had a thing. He was just like, most of the people in Haiti don't don't have like an ID card. He was like, no, they do. They have an ID card. It's their fucking cell phone. You know? No, what? Well, wow. Well, okay. So if there's a market the to be disrupted, is there emerging countries the, 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 like the, transfer cash? Do the, you guys agree or no? Like, yes, yes. The ID thing goes back to the taxation. I, I do agree with Anna. Like, that is a problem. Like, taxation on cryptocurrency is, is a problem. It's a problem. But is it a problem that we have to solve? No. No, we don't. It's not our problem no, to solve. But that's it's the for thing. the government to solve. And the thing is, like, if you go in Haiti, you can say, I can trace, like, this person that has this phone in every call that he makes uh, why is my id and and you know in my wallet why is that more relevant than this one that has a uuid my unique user id honestly that's like such a, an easy and solvable problem and the guys making like six percent on like the poor fucking haitians well, and that's why they're so rich because they make it on every fucking single transaction call, call. Copper connections and finding grocery stores. <laughs> my my uh, the, guy that, the guy that married my cousin, he has like one of the biggest like grocery stores. He's all down for that. No, because because think about it. if you if you if you attack the point of sales and you do it at the point of sales, you can put what you, you can kill Western Union's business in. But we don't really want to do it in Haiti for the point of sales. So Western Union is actually here. one of the biggest investor for 10x as well, right? Yeah. So they're they're part of it. Yeah. They're not gonna lose out on this technology sure, they're yeah. investing in this technology I, I'm making I'm going to make a bold statement here Western Union is dead in 30 years well in the current form yes yeah. but they're investing in the cryptocurrency technology as much as they they're, they are in the Western this Union is no. my, my uh, transfer my sending business is probably dead in as it should be yeah no. there's no reason why you're making like um, you know, Dude, there's no nine, reason nine. why when I sell a stock, Charles Schwab holds my money for three days. You know why? Because, because my, it's, it goes through a warehouse. Well, no. It doesn't actually go through a warehouse. This shit's all done electronically in like fractions of but a that's second. But that's why they pretend. That's what I'm saying. Like, So Charles Schwab holds my money for as long as legally permissible. Because they make more money. Because they can. Because they can. And they make more money. Right. So... 
when when I talk when I talk to Amin about this, crypto said, solves these problems. If you're in the Bahamas and you're facilitating those transactions, remember when we talked about mm-hmm. this. All you have to do is say, my transaction is going to take three days from your account. It doesn't because it's electronic. But what that means is I have this money available in my clearinghouse in the Bahamas and I can lend it or I can make any trade that's like 24 hours. So basically what, what, you, what you're doing is like you're you know, doing like some sort of like um, daily trade, quick arbitrage, and you're making money off other people's money. Clearing warehouses, that's what they are. Sure, that's, I mean, that's what ACH is, right? Yeah, that's what ACH is. Yeah. And it's a bunch of bullshit until like it got it got like cracked the other day, you know what I mean? Because they have the same software since the seventies. So, so Those that, people banking people are so fucking dumb that you know when I studied banking, one thing that I've realized it, one yeah. thing that I've realized when I studied banking is interest income yeah. like this, right? Non interest income like this. Mm-hmm. And basically because they're so greedy and they don't want to work that they say, you know what? We don't know what to do with this fucking money that's like deposited in our account. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna nickel and dime people from everything, from like overcharges and stuff like that. That didn't exist basically. The whole banking sector is based on fees. Whereas like when my grandfather, he had this bank, it was based on like investing in projects. Like, you know, treating, treating the people that deposited the money in your bank as kind of like stockholders and almost like giving them dividends. Now it's all about like, how so can I ways. fucking nickel and dime you? And that's just because those people, they're just like, they're in a situation of monopoly, they're dying, and and nobody's taking it to them, you know? Anyways, I think that's an amazing idea, and when you do that, you actually make people in Haiti wealthier, they can make more, because I promise you, a, do- a dollar they're or two, they're, they're more two. independent. And a dollar or two goes a long way for them. So Coinbase has actually done studies on this. And like their estimates is that bringing the unbanked people online can generate between like two to four billion dollars in new wealth for the entire world. And then not mercy. We're talking about like trading chickens kind of shit. Like small money, microtransactions, but bringing unbanked people in the world online generate between two to four billion dollars in wealth for the whole world yeah. that's cool they're they're not at the, so that's amazing so back to your point about like you know your ethics of if you can do that you know if you can save that much if you can save one percent of three billion which is what three million dollars it goes a fucking long way who who gives three million dollars uh, uh, it's, it's 30 million 30 million dollars <laughs> yeah. they're, they're also they're 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 not they're, they're also not at the mercy of a volatile government because the work country generally or developing country generally are at the mercy of the a crafted third world government now once oh, they oh, that's they're, such a good point they're not at the well, mercy of like the inflation yeah, of yeah. their own currency yeah, yeah because exactly. they're, they're actually they're at the mercy well, of of a global currency but, which but is regulated still, by some of the biggest countries in the world but but they're still at the mercy of, of actually being being able to buy but buy their groceries because right. they, because the grocery stores don't accept their the currency right like that's like, like, like you have less money but if you can't spend it anymore it's no good right 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 yeah <laughs> But well, 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 if the whole country's economy is generated based on the reserve of cryptocurrency, uh, eventually by t- through taxation at the government, so the government's holding is, is actually in cryptocurrency. No, it's in no, the government's but, uh, interest. I, I, I'm thinking, it goes back to the infrastructure point where m- money, m- m- How to redeem it. money is only good if you can spend it. If you can redeem yeah. it. <laughs> it's so, but honestly, but the more people adopt it, if you're exchanging it, 
with each other. You know how people had like barter and the old days because whatever the value of something. Mm. So I guess like what I'm taking away from like this whole conversation, guys, you guys are fucking, you, you guys are mind blowing. I'm so grateful to have friends like you because you guys can make me feel smarter. Um, but what I'm taking from this, like my biggest takeaway, there's so many, but my biggest takeaway, I, I guess, was when Amin said, you know, what's the value of crypto? And then, you know, and so many words, like Sean said, as long as people are trading with it, then there's value that's because that's what, that's what, it's, it's a mechanism of, of trade. And the second thing that I'm saying is just because it's so decentralized and, um, there's so many like antique infrastructure like this could be used to actually better the life of people and you know that the unbanked the forgotten of this economy because the there's, no, of the world. there's no discrimination with crypto mm -hmm. right and everybody yep. wants to trade everybody wants to amen to everybody that. wants to communicate well, and true. there's no discrimination with crypto and that's what i get from it um, I, I mean, so, so the problem is not, it's not quite as simple as give everyone a cell phone. It's also you have to give them an internet connection because crypto only works if you have an internet connection. But do you have, people outside of crypto are working on that though? Yeah. Like Google has internet blimps. Sure, like, no, sure. Yeah, you sure. know what I mean? Does like, it work on 3 networks? The, the goal is trying to get everyone online. Like that's, that's happening anyway. Yeah. So it like as that happens, and I do believe that will happen, it's like as important as water, like yeah, giving yeah, exactly. It should, you know. it should, it should be um, a, a utility, not a fucking right. Absolutely. What do you take from this conversation? Um, well, I, I mean, for me, I, I was definitely very, I'm, I was definitely very, very skeptical uh, of crypto. I mean, I mean, I was, I was also fairly ignorant of it. So I'm so, 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 so glad that I kind of like learned a few things from it. I'm, I'm kind of hoping that, that you guys also appreciated some of my skepticism. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. skepticism is good. It's yeah. healthy. And so, what's your main It's really healthy because it's not a skepticism that I had. Because <laughs> when I got into it, I just care about money. Yeah. <laughs> what's your main takeaway? So, so, so uh, I think there is the, there, there's a lot of uh, potential for crypto, and I kind of I, I, I really, I really like these ideas of uh, of like wealth distribution. But 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 uh, I think the biggest takeaway is like uh, the next big thing with crypto is how do you how do you buy buy a cup of coffee with it? That's that, that's gonna be fucking huge. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Mass but, adoption. Yeah. That's that's the next hurdle. How does it translate to the real world? <laughs> the mom test. The mom test. Who I ever, love that. Yeah. Whoever figures figures out how I can buy a cup of coffee with, with my Bitcoin, that guy is gonna be the smartest <laughs> people on the planet are working on this. So that's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. It, and I agree. Like and. But we are just before that happening. Yeah, which is, which is like, wonderful, which is opportunity. You don't want to be investing after that. Well, you might want to be investing after that happens, but if you invest before that happens, like that is the trajectory. Right. Yeah. So, like, what about you, Tom? What's your main takeaway of this conversation? Well, my main takeaway from this conversation is that um, I learned I learned a few things that I well I I was. Uh, I learned a few things by the questions Anna has asked because it actually made me introspectively think about things that I didn't consider outside of the the avenue of making money. Right. right? The, the ethics stuff. And I think it's really important. So so You mean you just knew about the profit generating, not the value creation? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because because I am I'm Chinese. <laughs> 
and I like money. Uh, you capital communists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, we, we, we destroyed our environment to get to where we are. Yeah. And that's, 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 that's a very meta representation of where we are. And, and deep down, I, I, I do want the world to be a better place. But my, my whole goal is that once I'm rich, I can actually do things that's, that's positively beneficial for the world. Um, and I, 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 I was sort of like an ostrich that buried my head in the sand. That I, I knew about the Silk Road and I, I was never involved in any black market shit. Um, but I knew about it and I knew it was a side effect and I, you know, I never, I have, ne I have cryptocurrencies, I've never converted a single penny into cash. Uh, so I never have to deal with the IRA. Voluntarily or because you didn't know how to? I know how to, yeah. but I, I just didn't think that it was a necessary trade because if I ever take my money out of cryptocurrency, my growth of that currency stops. Depends on the size of the So the, 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 the justification for me wasn't there because when, when I'm investing, I'm only investing in money that I'm not going to use in short term. Like, even though it's still liquidity that I can sell at any given moment, I try to invest in the philosophy of Warren Buffett, which is stick oh. for the long run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, so... I am all about that, and uh, and uh, and if I ever have to cash out, I I don't want to mess around with RS. That's a self censorship that that I have because uh, I live in America, you know, and I know there are definitely ways, and I know some of the ways that people do that, but I'm not gonna do it. Right. Definitely not. But so, so you're seeing, although you are in it just for the money making, like you're seeing the potential of, to make a, a world a better place through crypto. Yes, oh, well, I, I do believe that the, the, the potential of the technology is great. I see a lot of And it can ben benefit, benefit everyone. Benefactor, yeah, there, there's gonna be a lot of benefactor. A lot of people feel the same from, way. From, from the technology, and I love it, I embrace it. There are so many mind-blowing moments where I realize like in late nights I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, oh fuck, you know, this is the thing that we can solve, this is the thing. Now, this conversation has happened in my mind, not in the specific words, but in my own head, yeah. many times through my own research and reading online, talking to people. Uh, like decentralized. I mean, in twenty years, this conversation right? is reality. But what about you? But, but now it's a summary. What about you? What was the original question? What What do you What do you take away from <laughs> this conversation, and what do you want to leave us with? And um, you know, I'm happy to share thoughts, and uh, happy that you know other people can we can come to a human consensus on what we think is important. And, you know, sure, like, blockchain, distributed ledger tech solves a lot of fundamental math problems for people. But, like, the fact that people put value into this stuff and, like, the social movement around it is almost as important as the tech itself. Like, it's the social movement around it. It's what people think is possible around it that is as important as the actual tech. Is that important to you? Absolutely, yeah. Even in your investment strategies? Well, yeah, because, uh, you know, uh, the best business people make everybody win. Yeah, I agree. So, 
you know. I, I, I think it's fair. I think, you know, if you invest smartly, um, a million, two million is not, is not a it's dream, not a it's, a, it's, it's right. a reality. Yeah. And once you have that money, you should give back yeah. the tax. Right. You, you, you should, have the ability you, you to. Have, you, have, you have the responsibility to give back yeah. to the community, right. give back to the government. Right. And I think, yeah. the, you know, just like to uh, top this up, like, the way I was raised uh, working with family businesses, if, if you're thinking about money when you're making a business decision, you're going at it the wrong way. Mm -hmm. Think about what is the value that I'm creating and what is the value that I'm creating not only for my customers, but for the, the stakeholders. So what are stakeholders? They're your customers, they're your employees, right? And if you create enough value, then money is just another like performance indicator, but that shouldn't like lead your, um, your main decision. Mm -hmm. And that's really cool when we look at crypto and you, maybe it brings like, you know, the, the, the best side of people, right? It's just like, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna make money, but we're doing this because this system right here doesn't work. Like, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. well, I mean, I'm it kind of works. I, I, no, but right now right. it doesn't yeah. because, right. like, with the internet, with us being connected, sure. it's just like there's so much more. So I agree with you. Like, this is a new internet because MoneyGram or Western Union, they've been at it for 150 years. They're the they way of doing changed, things now. They haven't changed the practices, right. and and so everybody now is connected, right? And just. Just to give you the importance, that's just a side note of how personal belief, I believe that humans want to be connected. That's one of their fundamental kind of like primal desire. It's just like a little bar in North Beach um, and um, they had a bottle there. Right? And it's basically a guy in 1971 who went like up the coast, right? wrote a note and said, Whoever finds this note, this is when like I dropped it in this water bottle. This is my name. This is my address. Please send me like back like where you found it, location, blah blah blah. You know how the old people were just like super fucking specific. Yeah. Hand wrote this fucking letter, you know what I mean, and said and tell me and then where, um, a reward will be mailed to you, right? So sends the bottle, doesn't hear anything for about a year and a half, and a year and a half later he receives. Uh, uh, a piece of mail right, from this guy in Malaysia that says, Mr. whatever his name was, I have found your bottle. And the guy's not even asking for the reward that this person promised. He's just saying like, what is it that you do? I'm here in Kuala Lumpur, like I study mm -hmm. here. And the other guy's like, dude, I'm so in San Francisco, like really did my bottle make it? And so as you get drunk and look at this, and I'm looking at this, I'm like, all people want to do is just connect with one another, learn from one another. Like, this is one of your basic principles, right? Not mine, because I hate everybody, but most people just love to get connected. <laughs> I don't think you do, but... Well, most people love to get yeah. connected and to yeah. learn about that. Yeah. And, uh, this, and apparently, those, those two stroke of friendship from it. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this guy from Malaysia was lingering in this little island, and he was just like, I wonder what people do across this ocean, right? And I think so, your point that he wasn't being greedy, but the fact that he were trying to connect first was a, was a great takeaway. Yeah, yeah. saying what's up, just yeah. trying to connect. Yeah. And through connection, yeah. I think we can we can do better stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, right now, it's just because the government is telling you what to do. The government is dividing us. But when we truly connect, like, you know. So this is why I say, yeah. I'm saying it's not just the tech. It's also the movement behind it. Yeah. yeah this is like, 
the tech is cool, but like what people believe is possible behind it is yeah, also yeah, incredibly yeah, important. Yeah, absolutely. Like faith in humanity. I, guess. I, I, right. I, I think there's a, fl a lot of flaw in the humanity based on the, the, the scarcity of right. commodity. And, uh, and I actually t truly believe that the basic humanity is actually fundamentally good. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. And they just want to communicate. For most people. Just, yeah. There's a couple of people that are. For most people. Yeah. As long as you're a Republican. Even, even for the people, even for the people <laughs> who... There are some good ones. Even for the people who are wrong in their own twisted belief, they're doing good. So, so Robert a lot Kennedy, of well, they think they're doing they, right. Though. Yeah, they Robert, think they're yeah. doing good. Robert Kennedy, yeah. when he was like a young lawyer and his brother um, asked him like, to be a prosecutor, and he was prosecuting the bad guys, and then he stopped prosecuting the bad guys. He said, "You know what? The bad guys they end up, yeah. the bad guys they end up killing themselves anyway. So yeah. I'm gonna go on the side of like you know the victims more, because you always have the bad in people. But when people get to know each other at the end of the day, and when you make transaction and information more affordable, it connects people. So how tough is it when somebody left Haiti and could never speak to? Why does WhatsApp has 300 million people on it?" That's active, a good point. That's a good point. I was, I was going to raise that. WhatsApp was bought by Facebook for... 19 bill? No, 16 bill and 3 billion in stocks. No, 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 3 billion cash and 16 billion in stocks. Now, WhatsApp was used by a lot of third world countries. Absolutely. That had no internet. But it's an encrypted service. And you can encrypt any message. You think they care about now. encrypted? They care yes, about cheap yes. communication. They care because about free communication. That's really important because you can send cryptocurrency on encrypted messaging network. Ooh. Wow. And all the Haitians have WhatsApp. I'm not sure I'm not sure how the sending would work exactly. I think there's there's some technical nuances that I'm kinda of thinking of that but you can send it to a trusted Basically, you remember receiver. when you had Blackberries? Did you ever have a Blackberry? Yeah. The only reason why people had Blackberry was for BBM, yeah. basically. And a text pad. And whatever. Um, for real though, uh, people like that. That's like the most simple invention anybody can make. Right. Oh, Blackberry, people love BBM. You let had the little B. Let me make yeah. a standalone app on that and yeah. I'll make 19 billion. So, so the encrypted network is really important on basic texting messaging system because the, the message itself is on the crypto by any third party. This guy uses Signal. Right, so now... Should, everybody should use Signal. signal. Yeah, I'm on Signal. will be a safer place. But if, you, if you send money to a specific address on, on Signal or WhatsApp that you trust with the right heading subject line, A, you're not going to send it to the wrong person right. because you know the address. B, you know the format of your message, so your money will always get to the right person. I heard Kevin says from Mr. Press, I should. <laughs> Who? Kevin Sistrom. Okay. He's an investor on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. What? Why? He's depressed as shit. Okay. All right. So are we going to end on that? Yeah, wait, because of, like, he sold, like, All right, Facebook this is a side chat. All right, let's, let's stop this. All right. All right. Man, this is a side chat. Dude, this was so interesting. It's been real, man. It's been real. We should definitely do a...